Welcome to the broadcast today. Uh, Pat and Stu in for Glenn. He will be back next week following Thanksgiving. Are you going away at all, Pat, for Thanksgiving? No. No. Staying at home. Staying here. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You've got the big cookie release coming up on on Black Friday, right? Friday. Yeah. Yeah. So what is that? So you're doing like a whole different like slew of flavors for one day? Yeah. Well, I mean, you or you can start ordering on that day. Okay. And they'll be ready then. And And how long do they last? uh, While supplies last. Until we sell out, which is, I don't know how long. Five minutes or six months. We don't know. We don't. uh, We're not just not sure. (laughs) No one knows. No one can know. Just like the metric system. Exactly right. No one can know how many centimeters are in an inch. Right. No one knows. And if somebody tells you something seven kilometers away, is that seven inches or is it 7,000 miles? I don't know. know. No one knows. There's no way to tell. (laughs) It's impossible to tell. Don't give me that metric stuff. (laughs) No. Uh, so that's available kexi.com yes thank so, you uh, and uh, that'll be coming up uh, we'll maybe Friday. get into that yeah on Friday that's pretty it's big news big news and yeah. do you keep the normal flavors too or is it yes okay yeah so, normal. so you're gonna be busy order. you're yeah, gonna have a busy very. weekend is basically what you're saying yes very <laughs> alright radio show starts here in just a second BECK, he's on vacation this week. Uh, did you and Glenn have talked about the QAnon situation down at Dealey Plaza, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, we yeah. have. That's, uh, that's fascinating. Uh, yeah, they're, they're still waiting. They're still, they're still waiting. down there with yeah, waiting for JFK waiting. Jr.? Well, especially yesterday because it was the 22nd, which was the day of the actual JFK assassination. Mm-hmm. So it would have been very symbolic. Had JFK Jr. shown up on that day, I would agree. He did you know, not. Oh, he if did he did yet. show up, I yeah. would have. I would have said it was notable. I'm not sure what he's waiting for, but um, they're still waiting for JFK, and well, the, a few other dead celebrities to show up. We'll get into that. Plus, <laughs> the uh, Kyle Rittenhouse interview happened last night on Tucker Carlson. Some interesting things uh, he had to say. We'll share that with you as well. Coming up in one minute. Do you know what's better than getting an amazing Black Friday deal and saving a ton of money? Well, getting an amazing Black Friday deal and saving a ton of money. And then also teaching your kids and grandkids about the true history and freedoms of America in the process. The Tuttle Twins books cover everything from how the free market works uh, to how important it is that we have a limited government in this country to basic common truths about the world around us. They're fun and entertaining and your kids will learn something along the way. And if you've uh, read them, you might learn something you didn't know as well. You can give your kids and grandkids the gift of truth this holiday season and get them the Tuttle Twins books. Right now, you can get early access to a special Tuttle Twins Black Friday deal. This is the biggest deal they've ever done. It includes the kids' books, the activity books, the audio books, guidebooks, and parent guides, 
all for 75% off the normal price. My kids have these. It's really, really cool and a great way to actually learn the true foundations of our country. Go to TuttleTwinsBeck.com to access this special deal. TuttleTwinsBeck.com, T-U-T-T-L-E, TwinsBeck.com for a whopping 75% off the normal price. Well, the ignorance continues on the Kyle Rittenhouse situation, despite the fact that the trial's over. He was acquitted on all charges. The evidence was overwhelming. Has there been a more cut and dry case than this? Uh, I don't. I don't even know if Perry Mason had had trials that were this obvious. Well, the Perry Mason thing, they'd be going through the trial and it was it would look like he was going to lose. And then the video would come out and everyone would be like, oh, my gasp. Right. Oh, my gosh. The whole right. time he was actually being attacked. <laughs> and, but yes. this one, we had the, the video at the beginning the and we still went through this charade. The whole time. So uh, last night, Kyle Rittenhouse appeared on Tucker Carlson uh, for uh, a lengthy interview. I guess Carlson's also done. Carlson and Fox have have done a documentary on him, which I don't know when that comes out. Yeah, apparently they were kind of behind the scenes as all of this was going on. Yeah. Uh, so that's going to be pretty interesting. I think it comes out in December. Okay, so uh, here's some of what um, Kyle Rittenhouse had to say. kind of lays out the events of the evening and what happened in his mind as as things were unfolding. Did any of the rioters try and calm him down or stop him? What I noticed is the rioters were trying to, like, they were, like, disassociating with him because he was, like, spewing the N-word around, and they just didn't seem to want to... Pause it for just a second, if you could. This is, um, this is the first person who attacks him. This is the first person who's yelling. Uh, as Stu pointed out yesterday, it seemed like he was trying to commit suicide by cop or suicide by some other rioter. Mm -hmm. And he was yelling the N-word, and he was carrying on, and then uh, turned his attention to to Rittenhouse. And just to be clear, it wasn't just that he was threatening Rittenhouse and others with guns. He was literally yelling at them on video, shoot me, shoot me. Yeah. Okay. So that there's some evidence to support my crazy theory here. Yes, and there's more here have anything to deal with them the rioters so he comes he tries to grab your rifle he gets shot you decide at that point unless i'm misremembering you want to go turn yourself into the police yes um after i shoot mr rosenbaum um he tried to grab my gun i was running away there was a gunshot behind me after i shoot him i run around the car because i was going to go render first aid to him I wasn't able to because then um, there was a mob forming and calling for my execution to get him and kill him. And that's when I try to run to the police line and get to the police. Mm, And then I am attacked again. By the the guy who kicked you? By by jump kick man, yes. Whose identity we didn't know, it turns out the prosecution knew it and hid it. Um, Yeah. so we found out November 7th, the prosecution 
we went into the judges chambers and the prosecution said we identified jump kick man and the prosecution threw a fit a little bit they didn't want us to interview him they were like well he's a victim um and didn't want my investigators or my attorneys to interview him or ask him questions they just wanted to do it private non-recorded and the judge said no 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 it's going to be recorded and then a couple hours later they say oh he asked for immunity and we're not going to give it to him so we're not going to be calling him as a witness pause it for a second so I think you alluded to this yesterday as well. The jump kick man, the guy who kicked him in the head and knocked him to the ground, also apparently had quite a record of criminal activity. Uh, yes, and he did. So he did not want that to come out. And they. so we asked well, for immunity Yeah, he for his testimony. Exactly. He offered uh, testimony in exchange. He wanted to get, you know, he has other crimes. It was drug crimes and assault stuff and... I mean, you know, the guy's known as Jump Kick Man. It would really be a disappointment if he didn't have assault charges already <laughs> pending, right? Like, I mean, if his name is Jump Kick Man, yeah, you got to have assault charges. He, it's uh, got to be a jump kick of more than one person, right? Exactly. <laughs> and you know, he and to, to your uh, to your point here, Pat, he jump kicked him in the head while he was on the ground, right? So it was the guy. He, mm-hmm. There was a guy in a white tank top that comes up and hits him in the head with a rock first. That sort of gets him uh, off kilter, and he falls down. Then Jump Kick Man comes in. Yeah, he's about to explain some of that, and and the guy with the skateboard comes along yep, as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so here's more from Kyle Rittenhouse last night. He didn't want to talk about his criminal record. Yeah. So did you? So you're running, trying to get to the police lines. You see the mob coming after you. Let's execute him. They're saying, and then out of nowhere, you get dropped to the ground by the guy who kicks you in the head. Mm-hmm. Did you see him coming? I, I did. Um, to backtrack a little bit, actually, as I'm running, Gage Grosskreutz came up to me with his phone and put it in my face, and he said, what are you doing? Did you just shoot that man? And I told him, I'm going to the police. And he said, oh, okay, and ran off, and I kept running to get to the police. And that's when Anthony Huber strikes me with the skateboard as I'm running before mm-hmm. I'm on the ground for the first time. And then I'm hit with a rock by somebody in a white tank top. And that's how I end up on the ground. And I have four people around me from what I remember. And I move my firearm in the direction and they back off with their hands up so I don't shoot them. And then Jump Kick Man keeps coming. And that's when I fire two shots at Jump Kick Man. Wow. And he, you miss him and he kicks you? Yes. Then what happens? Um, after um, Jump Kick Man is running off, Anthony Huber comes up and he grabs the barrel of my gun and then he hits me with his skateboard holding his mm. trucks and that's when I shoot him one time. Where did he hit you with the skateboard? He hit me in the back of the head, um, in the neck, the back of the head towards the neckline. Did you think you were going to be killed at that point? I did. Then what happens? And then after Mr. Huber attacks me, Mr. Grosskreutz puts his hands up, and then I have my rifle pointed in his direction for about a second. And then once I lower my rifle, I noticed that my ejection port is opened about an inch, and Mr. Grosskreutz said I pulled the charging handle, which never happened. I hit the forward assist to yeah. close the ejection port, and that's, he sees me doing that or something, and this time, he runs at me, and he has his gun pointed directly at my head. Did you see the gun? I did. Mm. 
Wow. What, do you think he was going to shoot you? I did. He had it pointed directly at my head, and that's when I shoot him one time. And um, he is no longer a threat to me at that point because he ran off after I fired that shot. Did you realize you hit him? I, I didn't know until later. So then what happens? Pause it for just a sec. Uh, um, it's amazing that uh, we are able to watch what happened as he's describing it. And thank goodness that's the case. Yeah. As you said, people like Elijah uh, from the blaze here um, filmed this, this whole event as it was unfolding. Otherwise, this guy would be in prison for life. Yeah, I don't think there's any doubt about it, honestly. And, you know, it's funny because you heard his testimony and it was a big buildup as to whether he should testify or not. And then you hear his testimony and it's basically it could be used as narration of the video. Yeah, because he's just describing what we all saw. Right. You can see it happen. There's no there's almost no need for his testimony because, you know, we had video of the incident from several different angles and it's blatantly obvious what occurred. And any human being who wanted to actually know the truth could easily access it. This is not a... I mean, think about even like the OJ trial. The OJ trial, we don't have the murder on tape. Mm -hmm. We don't have him crawling over the fence in the middle of the night uh, and waking up poor Kato Kalin. We don't have... We just had people telling you those stories. Here, we have the whole thing on video. And we don't need to speculate, yet we still went through with all of this nonsense. For what? For what? Mm -hmm. There was never a reason for this to go to trial. There was never a reason for him to be charged. You know, sure, right after the incident, you hold him, make sure that we can understand what goes on. But when the video comes out, okay, we get it. That's the appropriate response from law enforcement. Yeah. Yeah. He describes uh, a little bit more what went on. Um, there is a person directly in front of me and I point my, my rifle in their direction and he puts his hands up and he's not, a, he's backing up and I then turn around, start going to the police and then I hear shots behind me and I turn around and briefly raise my rifle to see if I'm being shot at and then I realize I can't see who's shooting at me so then I turn around and go back to the police car towards the police line. It's just hearing this is just hard to believe this is happening in an American city. Yeah. So then you finally get up, you hear shots, you turn to see who's shooting at you, and then you finally make it to the police line. Yes. Um, once I make it to the, the, the police cruiser, the police officer says, get back, get back, get back. Um, one of them has a gun out and the other has pepper spray pointed at me. And I say, hey, I just had to shoot somebody. I just had to shoot somebody. And then they say, go home. And I didn't know this until... Go home? Yeah. The officer said to go home. I don't think he knew what happened or heard me. There's a lot of chaos going on. Yes. Um, but apparently he pepper sprayed me. Um, you can see it in the video, but I don't remember being pepper sprayed by him. All so right. then what happened? Uh, so then he goes home. Well, first, he, he went down to the Kenosha police department trying to talk to somebody there uh he says and it was barricaded so he couldn't get in so then he actually went home turned himself into the antioch illinois police and they and and described what happened then and they told him to go home and so he did 
And then sometime later, he was he was arrested and the rest is history. It's interesting. He has uh, a fascinating story as well, which we'll get to in a minute uh, about what happened to him in the jail cell as well. Um, We'll talk about that and get his thoughts on what happened there coming up in 60 seconds. American Financing, NMLS 182334, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. Thank you, Jeffy. Inflation continues to dominate the country. I mean, we are now at a level we haven't seen at in, what, decades? Since the like early 80s, I guess? Late 70s? The cost of everything is going up, so you need to be pragmatic. You need to be protective of what you own. You need to be prepared. If you're a homeowner, you should be considering a mortgage refinance now before these historically low mortgage rates are gone. Uh, the impact they can make on your budget is substantial. And the people who can help you uh, are the mortgage consultants over at American Financing, where you can get free, no-pressure mortgage review. They'll walk you through options that could save you hundreds of dollars a month, maybe even as much as $1,000 a month. From lower rates to shorter terms, even high-interest debt consolidation, they can do it all. Uh, I've used American Financing before. I can tell you uh, from experience that they have. Uh, it's a great experience, and they're really helpful For over two decades, American Financing has been helping people just like you find ways to make their finances work for them. Call them today. Don't put it off. American Financing, it's 800-906-2440, 800-906-2440, or go to AmericanFinancing.net. It's AmericanFinancing.net, 10 seconds, station ID. It's Pat and Stu for Glenn on the Glenn Beck program. Uh, it, the big interview with uh, Kyle Rittenhouse uh, was on Tucker Carlson last night. And so he walked us through pretty much everything that happened during the shootings. And then he is uh, eventually arrested and goes to jail. And he described what the conditions were like there. The jail was interesting. I was in my own room. It was kind of like a... Like a one star, I'm gonna describe it as a one star hotel. A one star hotel, we'll go with a, a Super 8. Super 8. I had a desk, I had a shower, I had a toilet, I had a TV, I had a tablet, hmm. um, but I didn't have running water. Seriously. I had a phone also, but I did not have running water, so I didn't shower until November 20th. How long From is October that? 31st to November 20th, I did not take a shower. That's disgusting. I, it very. Um, I smelled terrible. I felt sick. I lost weight. My health was degrading. Um, if I was in there for enough, a month longer, I would have probably been in a hospital. Wait, you had no running water? No running water in my jail cell. Did you? Did they let you out? To uh, talk with my attorneys. I didn't really say anything about my running water because I'm not, I don't like to bring attention to myself. I don't want to draw any problems with any of the guards. Um, so I was like, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna shut up and not mention that I don't have running water. Um, but I didn't shower for until November 20th. And when I showered, my I showered for like, I took like a three hour shower. I had like blood, my skin was bleeding because my skin was coming off of my body. It was just the nastiest thing ever. And I feel bad for Dave who's been with me through the beginning, who's helped start FreeKyleUSA.org. I feel bad for him because he had to deal with my smell for that three-hour car ride, so I give him all the credit in the world. 
Uh, so uh, fascinating to hear it from from himself. And it's amazing because all of this information, other than the conditions at the jail, all of this information has been available. The videos, the evidence, it's all been there for over a year now. And yet we still have people saying that Kyle Rittenhouse uh, murdered two, two black uh, Americans. And yeah. it's just so bizarre to me. And in, the, in one case, at least, James Madison University posted one of their students talking about this. Uh, listen to this lie, essentially. I simply wanted to publicly announce that the verdict of the Kyle Rittenhouse case has been nothing more than a disgusting reminder of what it's really like to be black in America. Good All the protesting, everything we went through in 2020, mm-hmm. we, we really would think would make a change, but clearly it doesn't. We scream Black Lives Matter, but it doesn't matter enough for these people who are in power, the jury, the judge, anybody to charge this man with murdering and taking away two beautiful black lives at the ripe age of 26 <laughs> okay. and 36. So, how does he know what that? An American that. university posts that. <laughs> That's a, amazing. As if they have no idea either. Nobody at the university knows that he didn't kill two black men. He took the time to figure out their ages, but didn't like figure <laughs> yes. out their colors? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I mean, it's again, believe. I'd like to believe it's that he's colorblind, but uh, I don't think it applies in this particular case. I don't think that's what, this, what the problem is here. <laughs> I mean, that's an amazing clip. It is. Uh, you know, look, I mean, uh, the interview with with Rittenhouse, it was not a, you know, it wasn't a, he, Tucker wasn't going for like a, you know, an expose interview. I mean, it was, no. it was, it was a way to get to know Kyle Rittenhouse a little bit, I think is the right way to describe it. He went through the facts that he went through during the testimony mm-hmm. and he got a little bit of his personality, which I, which was kind of interesting to see. Mm-hmm. And, you know, again, he seems like a normal 18 year old, uh, that seems respectful. However, I mean, he's, I'm not calling the guys who were trying to kill me, Mr. Yeah, uh, it, but he did. Yeah, he did. He did. I mean, and he also complimented the guards multiple times in the jail he was in. Yeah, uh, you know, he did a. He, you know, he he seems like. Look, he, it's because the media made this a controversial case that you would st- you'd step back and say, oh gosh, you know, it's controversial to say this, but like you know, he seems like a respectful young person mm-hmm. who cared mm-hmm. about his community and. You very well can come up with issues with the way he approached it, right? Like, the, you know, again, I, I've said this before, but like I have a 10 year old kid in seven years. I really don't want him in a riot situation with or without a weapon. Like, let somebody mm-hmm. else handle that because I care too much about my kid. And I'm sure his mom would prefer him not being in the middle of that situation for that reason. You'd but think so. Defending a community. There's nothing wrong with that. That's something that you should want to do. And that's why it was so shocking when the prosecution made a big deal about him wanting to put fires out. <laughs> it's like, why did you want to burn fires out? I, I, I don't, I don't know. I mean, because they were fires. I, I, they're supposed to. I think you're supposed to put them out when you see them. That's the way. That's the way you interact with fires. I don't. I, I don't know what else to say to that question. This is the Glenn Beck program. 
I have some good news. It's going to help make your house look amazing. Black Friday starts right now at Blinds.com with up to 45% off site-wide. Make Blinds.com your first choice for high-quality window coverings that are perfect for any size window, any color, or any look you have in mind. There's no guesswork, no hassle, no having to make multiple trips to the store. Whether you do it yourself or you want them to handle the measuring and installation for you, Blinds.com has you covered. They make the entire process super easy. Talk to a Blinds.com professional design consultant for free. And right now, save up to 45% off cellular shades, faux wood blinds, interior shutters, and a whole lot more. So treat yourself to custom home window treatments this holiday season. You're going to love the way your house looks. Blinds.com. Now through November 26, save up to 45% off everything, plus free shipping and a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Blinds.com. Save up to 45% off everything, plus free shipping. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Doing our part to keep free speech alive. There's much more after the break on the Glenn Beck Program. Pat and Stu for Glenn on the Glenn Beck Program. 888-727-BECK. It's Thanksgiving week and uh, there's a big, big slate of incredible (laughs) NFL football games coming up on Thursday. I will watch any football game on Thanksgiving. Any Uh, NFL football game that comes on the television, I will watch it. Me too. Because it's a tradition and I love it. Yes. However. It's just comforting to have football on Thanksgiving Day. And there's been a long time, and no offense to our our, our, our Detroit Lion uh, fans uh, that may be listening. Are there any? Are there Detroit Lions? <laughs> there's fans? a few. Okay. There's a few. Mm-hmm. I mean, the Detroit Lions fans are pretty pretty loyal considering their team's performance over the years. Yeah. But it's one of those things where, and, and the Cowboys were pretty bad for a long time through the stretch too, where, where it was always the Lions and the Cowboys that would play, and sometimes they'd just be terrible. Mm-hmm. And you really wouldn't have much entertainment. The first game is Bears Lions, which is going to be a rough one. And there's not a lot of interest in that one. Raiders Cowboys, not not a bad game this year. Mm. Raiders are sort of falling apart at the moment, it seems like, but uh, the Cowboys are in first place. Bills Saints, uh, it's probably a good game. Although I don't understand what the Saints are doing with Taysom with, Hill. With Taysom Hill, I- me neither. They just signed him to a four-year extension. Yeah, and they're not playing him at quarterback. I- I don't know what they're doing here yeah. with Trevor Simeon instead of Taysom Hill. And we should note that the wow. reason why this is important to you is... He's a former BYU football quarterback. Yeah, and Pat <laughs> loves BYU. So that's why this is important to him. BYU. It is interesting to see that develop. I don't understand yeah. what they're doing I, in that situation. He, and he just signed an extension for, I think, $43 million over uh, 10 years. Ten? Or no, I mean... Four years. Yes. Okay. So it's about ten million a year. Mm-hmm. But if he becomes starting quarterback, which he can't seem to even beat out the third string guy, Trevor Simeon. <laughs> but if he becomes the starting quarterback, it goes to four years, ninety-five million. Yeah. Wow. Now look, four years, forty-three wow. million is not exactly a bad day. No, that's a good day, and but that's probably why he's sticking around. Yeah, it would be interesting to come back home and be like, "Hey, I got a, I got a raise. It's either forty-three million or ninety-five million." <laughs> I'm not sure. Uh, I wanted to, speaking yeah. of football, I wanted uh, to bring this. I don't know if you've heard this story. It's pretty crazy. Um, Bill Simmons, who is a you know big podcaster, uh, runs The Ringer. Um, he was at ESPN and was responsible for the 30 mm. for 30 podcast. So mm-hmm. he's, you know, a big figure in sports. And he does a podcast every week. 
and with it, uh, cousin Sal is his name. I think it's cousin Sal. And so they do a podcast where they go over the NFL games, and I listen to it from time to time because they have a you know good good review of all the action from the week. But at the very end, they do this segment called Parents Corner, where they just sort of come up with a funny story from their adventures as dads, like trying to figure out parenting. Mm-hmm. They've been doing this for a long time. Well, this story uh, had to do with COVID this this week, and I thought this was particularly interesting just to see this sort of chaos that is going on right now in, in people's lives that you never even hear of. L- listen to this story. All right. So, um, you know, my son, same age as your daughter, is a junior in high school. They're in the semifinals and the playoffs, varsity football. He plays every down on defense, defensive end. The town is into it. It's as small. I mean, it's as Friday night lights as we're going to get in, um, you know, uh, in, a, in a town in beach town in California. Right. So, yeah. But it's very cool. Like you run into people and everyone's talking about it, that. Oh, your son's playing great. Oh, your son's playing great. Yeah. This is. Oh, we really have a chance. Very exciting. And then the game is Friday night at seven and about five o'clock. My phone starts blowing up from like texts from parents. Like, do you believe this? Like, what the hell? What kind of shit are they trying to pull? So it turns out the team we beat, and rather handily, last week informs our coach Friday morning that they had positive COVID tests on their team and kids played with COVID the week before. And he's like, I don't know what you want to do about it, but you're, you have guys that played with um, kids that were affected from our team. And our coach is like, uh, our coach didn't know what to do. He's like, all right, well, what, um, give us your na- their names and I'll look at the tape and we'll see who was close to them. Like, did they all play? And the coach is like, we can't tell you anything. You guys have to deal with it. So now the parents are like, and keep in mind, like our whole team tested negative on Wednesday. I don't yeah. like, this is going to get political, but I, I don't care. But so we all tested <laughs> negative on Wednesday. Um, and, uh, and that should be good enough, I think. And the parents are all like, yeah, go, let them play. It's outdoors and it's fine. It was a week ago and everyone tested negative on Wednesday. Let them play. And the superintendent's like, no, no, no. If you weren't vaccinated, which seven players weren't vaccinated, five of them are seniors, you're not playing. And five of them saw starters, five of them seniors. And it's like, this is outrageous. Now people are trying to get rapid tests for the unvaccinated seniors and players. And superintendent's like, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. So our coach is scrambling. And now this is like 20 minutes before the game. They finally let someone comes to their senses. And now everybody gets to play. But this is after they switched lineups and everything. So we're unfocused. And we lose 46-43 in a oh. heartbreaker. 46 46- 43 and you have to think like maybe things would have been different if the last two hours before the game weren't spent trying to watch film to Mm. see who was next to who we don't even know who's vaccinated but this is a crazy thing like this team might have there might have been bad blood and they might have just made this up like we could make this up with the team that beat us next week and call their coach next Friday and then they're going right. to have to deal with that. Like, what the hell is going on in this world? Like, I, I don't want to. That's like, enough. I, I mean, that's an, uh, think mm. about that. They outdoor activity, no positive tests, no reason to believe there was any danger. Yeah. They pull the unvaccinated kids out of the lineup. Seniors playing in their final game for a championship. Insane. And then they turn it all around at the last minute. I mean, it's a catastrophe. And this is happening to so many people who are dealing with this nonsense. Once again, I said it yesterday. I'll say it again. And I will say it maybe every day until until all of this is over. The New York Times has written that there have been 
no, zero, zilch infections of COVID spread outdoors other than close conversation in the entire history of the pandemic. No documented cases at all. Including all the gatherings of huge uh, fans, uh, a huge amount of fans mm-hmm. in the stadium, yep. including the players on the, on the field. Uh, nobody apparently ever gets it from outdoor contact. Yeah, it doesn't happen. I mean, you know, it's well-ventilated areas. You just don't spread it. If you're outside making out with somebody who has it, you might get it. Right, which but is why you should only do that a few times a week. Right. Minimize your right. contact, your random makeout sessions to three to five times per week. Then you're safe. Then you're safe. Yeah, ish. Relatively. Yeah. Ish. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just like uh, that's th- crazy you think of it's all crazy. the times you, I've, you, we've heard from parents who will drop their kids off to daycare and you know in the middle of the day they hear about a covid exposure they have to leave mm. uh, leave um work come pick up their kid to bring them home for of course a virus that has almost no chance of doing anything to the kid mm-hmm. um but that is just this ridiculous nonsense that's going on and it keeps happening and it's the hair hysteria that we're dealing with hysteria it's it's hysteria and you know at the we're, we are at the point now where we have a multitude of treatments for this stuff you can take them if you want you cannot take them if you want but the bottom line is they're there if you would like to take them mm-hmm. we can minimize this to uh a flu level situation at this point thankfully thankfully yeah even with this pfizer mectin thing a lot of people are calling it that because it's supposedly reacts with your body kind of like ivermectin does the, the new pfizer the new pfizer treatment. pill mm-hmm. and so it's a treatment it's it's not uh it's not a vaccine mm-hmm. but it's 90 percent effective to yeah. me that's totally acceptable i'll take that chance that you know if i get it then i'll take the the pfizer pill rather than the pfizer vaccine and it it gives me a 90 percent chance i'm not going to be hospitalized or die that's I go with that. Look, there is a, uh, and that it's not approved yet, but I think it should no, be it pretty soon. Will be you know, we haven't seen all tracked. the data, obviously, but still, yeah. I mean, there's a Merck one as well that cuts it by, I think, 50%. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, there's monoclonal antibodies have shown a lot of promise. There's a steroid that is used late, late in treatment that has, has helped a lot in those mm-hmm. cases when things get really ugly. I mean, the bottom line is there's a lot of tools in our tool chest at this mm-hmm. point, and it should not be this. This this should not be going on. It this should not be going it on. It really shouldn't. And uh, you think at some point... Now, remember, mm-hmm. this is, a, as he mentioned, I think, in there, a beach town in California. I mean, this mm-hmm. is the bluest of blue areas, and you are seeing a lot of this play out where we're living in... Two, there are two Americas right now. I mean, I, I can't tell mm-hmm. you how many times I've talked to people, friends of mine who live up north, who live on the West Coast, who are living lives are, that are completely unfamiliar to me living in texas it's a totally different country mm-hmm. the the way they have to live with all these restrictions and and they can't do x y and z look we've come a long way in this year and 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 as we get close to thanksgiving we should probably recognize that a year ago was a lot worse i mean it was a lot worse we we couldn't go all i mean the nfl was still not letting people into games oh yeah the raiders who will play yeah. on thanksgiving uh, of course, in Dallas, but the the Raiders let zero people into their stadium for the entire season last year. The brand new 
$2 billion stadium. Yeah. Nobody got to go in there. Nobody got to go to any games. This year, completely packed. Uh, you know, the, uh, the, the Super Bowl, 11,000 people were there at the Super Bowl incredible. in Tampa. That's and incredible. That was this year, this February. It was only nine Jeez. months ago that only 11,000 people were in an outdoor stadium in Ron DeSantis's Florida, by the way. Mm-hmm. That wasn't DeSantis's fault that they limited the crowd, but still, that was the attitude just nine months ago. Uh, the first fully attended, you know, full capacity uh, major league sporting event in this country happened in Texas in April of this year. Of this mm. year. That was only seven months ago. I mean, that was just starting. Now you look, I mean, if you flip on the NBA, which I don't encourage you to do, <laughs> uh, unless you want to see LeBron James talk about how great China is. But I mean, if you go and you turn on the NBA, you watch games in Chicago, in uh, New York, in Los Angeles, that are completely packed indoor stadiums. So there has been, uh, we've come a long way over the past six to nine months. Uh, just, it's still not fast enough, though. And this stuff, as we point out here, is still happening. Yeah. You know, which is incredible. It just, it's, it's hard to believe here we are 18 months later or whatever, it's, whatever it is that this stuff is still going on. One more football item that's really kind of not about football. It's really about what's happening to us as a society. We'll tell you about this uh, coming up in a, in a few minutes here. But there's a uh, team, and it's in Texas, that is too good to be allowed into the playoffs. Well, <laughs> we'll tell you about that coming up. You are listening to the Glenn Beck Program. Do you remember the days before the internet when everybody had to go out and physically shop on the holidays? It was rough, but the hustle and bustle is kind of fun. You know, the endless lines of people. Oh, those are the days. Now you don't have to worry about any of that, except when you buy things with a click of a button, you are putting all of your personal information online and it can be exposed. That's why LifeLock is here to help protect your identity during the holiday season and all year round. If you ever become a victim of identity theft because they can't monitor everything nobody can they have an identity restoration specialist that will work to fix it so get this all wrapped up theft protection with lifelock by norton save big on the black friday sale you can join lifelock today and save up to 35 percent off your first year so don't wait call 800 lifelock go to lifelock.com use the promo code back lifelock.com use the promo code back 35 percent off sale ends november 30th And Stu for Glenn on the Glenn Beck program. 888-727-BECK. We were talking about this amazing situation with this youth football league team. Uh, It's right here in the Dallas-Fort Worth Metroplex. It's in Flower Mound. And uh, this, they're made up of seven and eight-year-old kids. And it's about time for them. They're the best team in the, in the league. And uh, it is time for the playoffs to begin. I think this coming weekend or the weekend after. And uh, they've, they've been told they're, they're not going to be able to participate in the playoffs. And the reason they're not going to be able to participate is that they are too good. 
They won every game this year by a combined score of 199 to 6. And so they've penalized them by saying, yeah, you don't get to participate. <laughs> Wait. That's what a great lesson that is for the kids, huh? Oh, yeah. Hey, you guys get really good at what you do and work really hard to get there. And then we'll punish you for your success by not allowing you to participate. Mm. Amer- it's, a, it's like the, it's an inverse merit-based society. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's a good good message yes. to send to kids. So did they cheat? Did they, they do did they have cheat. kids that are 12? No, that's that was my question too. Are, are they... A bunch of kids from out of town? Are they using deflated balls? <laughs> was Tom Brady in town showing them how to get away with this stuff? If Tom Brady's kid is on this team, then I support this fully. You know what I bet they did? I <laughs> <laughs> bet that they were using uh, cameras on the other team's practice, uh, <laughs> and they they learned their plays ahead of t- ahead of time. No, they're just they're just really too good. good. And one of the coaches in the league, who's also the president of the league, said, "Look, they're just I freely and openly admit it. They're just too good, and so." Uh, they can go play in some other league. Well, you know what might happen if if a team that is too good plays in a playoff game and a playoff tournament is they might mm-hmm. win the tournament and then everyone goes home and has a normal life. That's the, that's <laughs> yes. the possible outcome. And another thing you could do is use that as a, I don't know, like inspiration for the kids to say, hey, you know what? Next year, that's going to be us because mm-hmm. we're going to work really hard and we're going to get better this year and we're going to beat them next year. Or maybe the year after that. But we will one day. One day we will be good enough to, to beat that team. This, this is Texas. And Flower Mound is not like an inner city. No. It's like an, it's a little suburb. And it's, you know, it's, mm-hmm. you know, you think inner city, maybe it's a really blue area. No. Uh, no. It's a, not, not at all. I don't think it is at all. Uh, it's a, that's a fascinating one. And again, like, you know, you can, I, what, do you, what are you supposed to do as a coach? You're supposed to just let the other team score a bunch of touchdowns to make it make the, the end of the season look like it's, you know, closer than it was? That's I, kind I, of the mindset, though, it, now. It does seem to be the mindset. You have to be concerned about beating somebody by too much uh, every time you go out and play. It's just, I don't like it. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Before we get to the Talib clip, I do want to know the Thanksgiving dinner with the soybean dinner replacement. Yes. Do would you be on board with this? Because oh. I know you you like to eat healthy. Uh, I do not. That don't, don't you dare accuse me of trying to eat healthy. <laughs> that is not true. I would say you're one of the more healthy healthy focused eaters here. At, wow. At place. Wouldn't you say your credibility, Hillary? Is it all is, just is, gone? Is now? Plummeted. Just gone. <laughs> plummeted. Because you like the Impossible Burger, as do I. Yes, that is good. But, I, so I'm a vegetarian. I'm not a healthy person. Oh, okay. So, so there's a line I like the there. Distinction there. Important okay. distinction that I want to make sure everyone <laughs> understands. No, it's funny. Um, actually, years ago, Hillary, um, I brought in what I eat for Thanksgiving, uh, and Pat taste tested it. Mm-hmm. It's called a Worthington's protein loaf, and uh, it was a delicious protein loaf. <laughs> I will say, to be <laughs> it honest, good. it was good. It was good. Okay. Yeah, it was good. It was surprisingly good. It was surprisingly good. Yeah. Now that doesn't mean a lot of people are going to switch out uh, their turkey this year for the Worthington protein no. loaf. However, I, I'm happy, Hillary. You might be the one pe- person around here who might appreciate this product. 
You know, I do. I like a lot of the replacement meats, but I will say tofurkey. My family has served that a couple of times, and it's disgusting. Yeah, the tofurkey <laughs> thing is not. not good. It's not not strong. <laughs> they 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 have a couple of products that are okay, but uh, the one they they're like turkey Thanksgiving replacement. I had that one That's year too. It's, yeah. that, it's not the yeah. best. I need the protein loaf. Mm. Yes. <laughs> All right, we'll get it. To, we'll get you a protein loaf uh, coming up here in just moments. Uh, <laughs> Hillary, uh, thank you so much. All right, uh, radio show starts here in just a second. We have new details on the the Christmas parade incident. on vacation this week 888-727-BECK we got to tell you about this uh, more information on the the person who killed five people at least five and it may turn out to be more hopefully not but uh, there are I think nine people still in critical condition we've got more details on him uh, coming up we'll get to those in 60 seconds All right. If you're looking to save a little money or even find a little extra money, it may be worth looking toward your home. It's true. With interest rates still near historic lows and home values on the rise, you have the ability to use your home to improve your financial situation. And I know just the people to help American Financing. With American Financing, you'll get a free mortgage review from a salary-based mortgage consultant. They're not like looking for some kickback or whatever. They're salary-based, and this helps a lot. They'll look at your options. They'll lay them out on the table for you. Uh, they uh, can give you options uh, that uh, maybe a different term, uh, different rates, all the all the stuff that you need to understand to refinance and make your uh, situation better. They have all of the options for you. Uh, they're here to help. And when you pick up the, uh, the phone and call American Financing, you're making a decision that could positively affect you and your family's whole lives uh, they're a family-owned business, and they work for you, not the bank. There's never any pressure, no upfront or hidden fees, just the best of the best when it comes to helping you run your finances. Call American Financing right now, 800-906-2440, 800-906-2440, or go to AmericanFinancing.net. It's AmericanFinancing.net. American Financing, NMLS, 182334, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. Dot org uh, so Pat and Stu for Glenn on the Glenn Beck program the uh, the person that they're holding now as the person well he is he's a suspect they're, I think they're calling him an actual suspect now um, is a rapper named Daryl Brooks, 39 years old, performs under the name Math Boy Fly. Yes. Now I have the entire collection the of whole Math catalog. Boy Fly recordings. I'm missing the greatest hits CD, which I need. Well, you have I all the other ones. To, I have all the other ones. Because you have all the other uh, Math recordings. Math Boy Fly recordings. So you yeah. didn't, the, the greatest hits, <laughs> it's remastered. It's got some good 
got good moments in there. But now is F the pigs on on the the best of as well? Oh yeah, yeah. Track okay. three. All right, good. Yeah, you got to get F the pigs on there. Yeah, you have to have that. Now, <laughs> Math Boy Fly, and I'm sure he's a fantastic rapper. Nothing mm-hmm. better than you know when you're a rapper, you want the word local in front of you. That's that's what you want on your career resume. Yes, local, local rapper. rapper, Math Boy Fly. Now. What I find a little more interesting than his his rap, and, and as, as we noted, we're huge fans, so we find this to be very interesting because we are very, we are, Pat and I, from the streets. Mm-hmm. We, this is our yes. culture. This is where we come from. Right. Uh, Pat grew up on the mean streets of Helena, yes. Montana. Barely escaped. Barely the mean escaped. streets. Barely, barely escaped. Gunshots flying. All the time. All, all the time all around the time. because of the gang battles that mm-hmm. you were... Mm-hmm. part of a part of yep yeah and um mm-hmm. and and you just tried to you tried to make good local boy Did. done good right get out of that city before it get out of the slums <laughs> Get out of the hood. <laughs> the and hood I, in Helena. Fortunately, I did. That's our story. Okay, yeah. that we mm-hmm. we relate to this culture very very well. Mm-hmm. We're we're all Pat and I are, and people don't know this. We don't we don't publicize it, but we are America's number one and number two uh, supporters of local rap. <laughs> people don't people don't they know that don't know about it. us. And as soon as you go regional, we are out. We don't want anything to do because with your you're regional a rap. You're, yeah. you're a sellout. Exactly. Statewide uh, rap, no thank you. I don't want your sellout I, rap. I, I want nothing to do with it. I want raps about local parks. Yeah. I want, where's the pothole? Yes. I <laughs> I want local uh, high school sports in, in, in my raps. Local exactly. rap is where it's at. And we've been saying that for, for years. Mm-hmm. We started a foundation, the Local Rap Foundation, mm-hmm. the uh, LRF, where people can donate to local rappers to will only rap about things in their community. And it, when this local rapper, <laughs> Math Boy Fly, yeah. uh, sings F the Pigs, he's not talking about police officers. No, no. He's talking about the pig futures. That, oh, yeah. Because there's a lot of farmland yeah. around Waukesha, uh-huh. and uh, he doesn't like he doesn't like pork. Yeah, he. It, it was initially called uh, F so. the Pork Bellies, and people yeah. were like, I don't understand, it's too that. long. And so he, he, he did change it to F the Pigs. Uh, mm-hmm. But that's uh, really neither, neither here nor there with this particular incident. What is uh, important is his extensive criminal history. Yeah, but it's only 50 pages long. 50 pages, pages. long. Not 50 items, 50 pages, pages of, of charges. And they mm-hmm. go back to 1999. So this is not mm-hmm. just a recent thing. He's, he's a lifelong criminal. And there has been a negative light uh, that has shined on uh, three strike laws over around the country lately. Like a lot of people have been pushing back about that. Uh, President Trump famously pushed uh, uh, past criminal justice reform. Mm. There have been a lot that that has been the tide over the past 20 years. I, I think that's turning. I think that's turning because you have people like this who 50 pages of charges is somehow out on the streets. And you say, okay, well, that's a lot of stuff. Probably shouldn't be out on the streets. But still, you know, is there any way to justify the fact that he was able to be driving a car near a parade? And the answer to that absolutely is no. Because in November of 2021, I don't know how old you were back in November of 2021. I was 12. You were 12 years old. It was this early November? It was early November. Oh, I was 11. Several weeks ago. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, this guy had multiple incidents, again, including, and probably most germane to the situation, 
an incident in which he took the exact SUV you saw driving through the parade and drove it over his baby mama Mm. intentionally in a parking lot. And she went to the hospital. They got in a fight. He decided it was a good idea to drive his SUV over a woman intentionally and then was released on a thousand dollars bond so that he could go run over 53 people at a parade and murder a bunch of, uh, you know, uh, performing grandmothers at their Christmas parade and hit some children at least as well. Now, some of whom are in critical condition right now in the hospital. Yes. Now, they are. There's this idea. The media is doing a weird job with this because they're they're saying, oh, well, he was leaving another incident, fleeing another incident. Mm, no. And that's not really what police are saying. What police are saying, it seems at this point, is that he was out on parole uh, or out on bail, excuse me, for uh, this Mm. previous incident we just discussed. Then he got into a, some sort of domestic dispute slash knife fight. So then the police are called about that knife fight. The police are speeding toward him there. He's leaving and he goes down this um, parade route. Now, the way the media is, is spinning that is, okay, well, he was fleeing and you know, almost like didn't mean to hit people, but took a wrong. I mean, again, I, this doesn't make any sense. But running, you know, going really fast down a parade route because he was just trying to get away from police. It seems like part of his motivation to be driving fast was to get away from police. However, they have charged him with intentional homicide. The the number one, the top of the list charge they can come up with in Wisconsin. So they are saying he did this intentionally. Now you could be driving really fast down a road. And decide, you know, I'm going to hit that person too. Like, it might not have been a pre-planned terrorist-style attack, I think is Mm. basically the distinction here. It wasn't like, you know what, I'm going to wait until this parade starts uh, at the end of the road, and then I'm going to bust through the barrier and run people over. Like you might see from an Islamic terrorist, where they have months of planning of an incident like this. It seems to be less planned than that, but just as intentional as that. So, whether you... To me, not an... entirely important distinction but that is where the media is getting that from so now this is a guy who's had all sorts of problems with the law we went through a bunch of the stuff yesterday now he did have one incident here pat with a with a 16 year old um and he did mention that he didn't know she was 16 uh he he claims um that he had a something called statutory sexual seduction which i did not realize I mean, it sounds like mm. a crime. I just didn't know they called it that. Uh, but statutory sexual uh, seduction. Huh. And he says he did not know the girl was 16 years old. And some have said, you know, look, who knows? I mean, she looks may have looked 17 up to <laughs> 17 years old. So I don't know. Maybe. Wow. Maybe that's his excuse. <laughs> wow. Maybe she looks 16 and a half. <laughs> I don't know. But he is uh, also has uh, char- charges of battery, gun misuse, strangulation, suffocation, so, property oh. destruction. Mm-hmm. Um, going back to 1999, tons of drug charges as well, as you might expect. Mm. Um, and he's a tier two sex offender on the sex offender registry in Nevada. Well, it's, it's like he says in one of our favorite songs, uh, Stu, they're going to need a cleaner for the S we did. Mm. All my killers... Gacy, where them bodies hid. 
Oh, good. good. Yeah. That's a good thing to glorify. Is John yeah. Wayne Gacy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who was also from Wisconsin, wasn't he? I don't know. Did, that, he's the one that dressed right? up as a clown, right? Wasn't he? Wasn't, mm. that, his, uh, wasn't that his shtick? Yeah, maybe. Yes. Okay. I think it was, yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I, you know, it, it's interesting to watch this because I've been watching uh, slowly over time going through The Wire, the show on HBO, which many mm-hmm. people have said uh, is one of the greatest shows of all time. Oh, really? Yeah, it's always on the top of the list with like Breaking Bad and, you know, a few others that are famously really good shows. Uh, and, I, and this is on Jason Whitlock's Full recommendation. House. Full House. Full well, House. Fuller House. Yeah, okay. Full House yeah, is fuller. usually towards the bottom of the list. Fuller <laughs> House, usually top three. You know how this works. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Jason Whitlock, who's a, a Blaze TV personality, uh, he, it's like his favorite show of all time. And he was in here one day saying how great it was. So I've been watching it. And it's interesting, like, you get the sense from watching this show, which is famed for its realism, but of course this is true outside of a television show as well, that you, there is a certain, let me, shall we call them super predators? I believe that's what Hillary Clinton used to call them. Uh, not, uh, not because of the color of their skin at all, which seemed to be what Hillary was going for, but there is a certain class of people who just start committing crimes and don't stop committing crimes. I yeah. will say this man in, uh, in Wisconsin is the type of person I'm talking about. A person who over and over and over again, regardless of the consequences, continues to commit escalating crimes over a multi-decade process. And at some point, you have to say, no more freedom for you. Mm-hmm. You don't just get to terrorize Everybody in the community, nonstop, throughout your entire life. No. And you start looking at something like that, a viewpoint such as yours, on the 50th page of the crimes that he's committed. Right. You're, you're looking through the first 49, and you're thinking, okay, we can re- rehabilitate this guy. He's fine. He's fine. But then you get to page 50, and then it's too much. Yeah. Okay? It's, it's just too much page. now. Now you've, now you've gone too far. And the 50th page in this particular case is him running over someone with the exact vehicle. Yeah. Right? That's the 50th page on this one. Yeah. So, yeah. It, you know, I don't know what the line is. It's not, you know, three, like, the, the, the three strike laws have had problems because you have, you know, a kid who's 18 years old who gets busted with pot three times and then he's in prison for the rest of his life. Okay, we can all understand that probably doesn't make a lot of sense. It's because it needs to be coupled with common sense. Yeah. You could have a three strike law and then you see something like that and you think that doesn't apply to the three strike law. Right. Maybe smaller crimes. I mean, look, yeah. there, there are problems with all of these things. Big and you, felonies. That, right. You know, are violent. You you're strangling uh, uh, strangulation. Yeah. Okay, that, that one counts. Qualifies. You know, and it, maybe it's not three. Maybe it's five. Maybe it's eight. Maybe it's ten strikes. But yeah. it's not fifty but pages. At some point, the guy needs to be taken out of society and put somewhere where he can't hurt people anymore. Yeah, you can't just sit here at, 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 as a policy and allow someone to terrorize an entire community. However, yeah. the Democrats do want that to happen. Yeah, they do. They do mm-hmm. want it to happen. We will give you the evidence of this in just a second. I have some good news. Going to help make your house look amazing. Black Friday starts right now at Blinds.com with up to 45% off site-wide. Make Blinds.com your first choice for high-quality window coverings that are perfect for any size window, any color, or any look you have in mind. There's no guesswork, no hassle, no having to make multiple trips to the store. Whether you do it yourself or you want them to handle the measuring and installation for you, Blinds.com has you covered. They make the entire process super easy. Talk to a Blinds.com professional 
design consultant for free. And right now, save up to 45% off cellular shades, faux wood blinds, interior shutters, and a whole lot more. So treat yourself to custom home window treatments this holiday season. You're going to love the way your house looks. Blinds.com. Now through November 26, save up to 45% off everything, plus free shipping and a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Blinds.com. Save up to 45% off everything, plus free shipping. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Pat and Stu for Glenn on the Glenn Beck program, 888-727-BECK. Now you're saying that there are Democrats who don't care about uh, criminals being kept apart from polite society. Right, they you're, don't. And I can uh-huh. gar- I can tell you this. Now, she's going to try to talk her way out of this, but this is an interview with Rashida Tlaib, uh, a member of The Squad, uh, interviewed by Jonathan Swan. Now, Jonathan Swan is one of those guys... I don't think you want to you you just say no to his interviews because <laughs> he will push on both sides. You know, he mm. and he sees Which like, is what you want in a journalist. Yeah. And like he'll be annoying when he's talking to your guy. Yeah. And he's pretty good when he's talking to the other people. Here he is talking to Rashida Tlaib, holding her accountable for a bill she co-sponsored. In 2020, you endorsed as, uh, the Breathe Act, which yeah. is a series of proposals to transform America's criminal justice system. Mm-hmm and create, quote, a roadmap for prison abolition. The BREATHE Act proposes emptying federal detention facilities within 10 years. Hmm. To what extent have you wrestled with any potential downsides of releasing into society every single person who's currently in a federal prison? Yeah, Hmm. again, I think that everyone's like, oh my God, we're gonna just release everybody. That's not what what yeah, is. but did you see how many people are mentally ill that are in prison right now? No, I know, but the act that you so endorsed we're gonna keep, actually we're says release everyone. <laughs> but in, in 10, ten years. years, but think about it: hmm. who are releasing? But they were like human traffickers. Oh, I know. Child sex. So, but I you're mean, saying, do you mean that you don't cares? actually support that? <laughs> no, you endorsed the bill. no. I endorsed the Breathe Act and looking at federal mm. uh, the policies and how we incarcerate. Absolutely. And you see, this is like she. Jeez. Now, the, uh, now, you could go two ways on this. Does Rashida Tlaib just not have any information over the bill that she co-sponsored? I, I think that's a, possible. It's plausible that she just mm-hmm. doesn't know what it is. Someone said there's a racial injustice bill and she just signed on. It's not completely insane to believe that. You can see here, her face, she looks shocked. First of all, it's the first time she's ever been asked a tough question in her entire life. Yeah. In her entire life, she's yeah. never been asked one tough question. So <laughs> this is the first one. She's stunned. Yeah, you know that this is even occurring, but as she no, as as Jonathan Swan correctly notes, the bill literally says no one in prison in ten years, and yes, there are mentally ill people in prison, and of course that's true. There are mentally ill people everywhere on the street, on the street, on uh, committing more crimes. Every city in America, San Francisco is a nice example of that. Mm -hmm. But yes, of course, there's mentally ill people in prison. There are also murderers right there are all sorts of people yeah. i mean i can't imagine she wants the QAnon shaman not to be in prison of course she wants that well that guy's dangerous they all want kyle he, rittenhouse in jail he moved a podium he did move a podium he moved aggressively a podium, aggressively and with horns on his head he wore horns on his head <laughs> yeah and I, I don't know if he was a viking or what he was pretending to be there but he's not one of those people he's not a viking he's not and so you can't be wearing horns on your head if you're not a Viking. Um, yeah, he's 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 appropriating the culture. 
that's cultural Viking culture appropriation. That's it wrong. Is. And that's a crime. It, it, I'm pretty sure. If, yes. if Rashida Tlaib has her way, it's definitely a crime. Yeah. But again, you know, you empty have, federal prisons in ten years. What a dumb thing to I mean, advocate. Every it's unbelievable. Yeah, you have you know mass murderers in federal prison. Uh-huh. Yeah, you have. Uh, I mean, they point. He points uh-huh. out human traffickers, rapists. Oh, I know. Rapists. Was her was her response to that? Yeah. Oh, I know, but that come on. But you know, there's like so she can't even come up with the point. No. That. Right. Well, we would make distinctions between mass murderers and and uh, mentally ill people because her bill doesn't make any distinctions. They want all mm. of the people that drive down road again, all of the people that drive down roads and run over people at parades. She wants out of prison within ten years. She co-sponsored and- that bill. That's her. That are the those are the Democrats. That's what they want, and I believe the bill has some you know, dozens of sponsors. It's not the entire Democratic establishment that has embraced it, but the the progressive caucus has. Think about that too. They want the prisons emptied within the next ten years, and they want police defunded. What is it you want our our communities to look like in the United States of America? Oh, who is the going worst to areas of San Francisco? Oh. that's what they want. They a free want, for all. They, You'd have absolute chaos. You know, people crapping on the streets, and uh, you know, we saw, we showed the video uh, yesterday on Studios America of the, uh, and I think we may have played it here as well. The Nordstrom, uh, yeah, thing, the eighty where, people that went into Nordstrom yeah, and the, just cleaned them out. There's another Louis Vuitton incident last night where they stole one hundred and twenty thousand dollars of merchandise. These are organized crime rings, and I, I go back to The Wire, where this is this was the culture at the time. Where it was drugs then, it seems to be organized theft right now, where, you know, you just realize what the limits of the law are, you realize where the loopholes are, and you go exploit them uh, to the terrorizing of the community. And it's, again, Democrats decriminalizing theft Mm -hmm. under $1,000. Yep. They're not going to charge you. Wow. This is the Glenn Beck Program. You've heard me talk about AMAC before. You've heard me talk about the benefits and the advocacy efforts uh, to save our nation. But I want to remind you that AMAC is an incredible source of uncensored and reliable information that you can trust. Their magazine, which all members receive, is reason enough to join. But AMAC's website, which is updated constantly, gives you even more reason. Their all-original content is written by a team of insightful, gifted writers. AMAC's podcasts feature some of America's premier thought leaders and their newsletters, the videos, the updates from Capitol Hill. They're all insightful information that you won't find anyplace else. And now AMAC has launched a brand new mobile app that delivers coverage of the news and issues that matter most. All of this brought to you by an organization that loves America. So join AMAC for the advocacy, the benefits, and the information but most importantly join amac because america needs you join amac.us slash beck now amac.us slash beck your daily antidote to the socialism virus you're listening to the glenn beck program join the conversation 888-727-BECK pat and Stu for glenn on the glenn beck program you listen to my show pat gray unleashed right before this one every morning or whenever you want on podcast, uh, Stu's, Stu Does America, uh, happens 8 o'clock Eastern every single weeknight. 
And make sure as you're doing your Christmas shopping, you head over to shop.blazemedia.com, shop.blazemedia.com. You have the Stu and Pat collection of uh, merchandise that's available now, as well as stuff from uh, our own Glenn Beck. You can use the promo code Glenn20. Everybody at the Blaze seems to have their own code right now. So mm-hmm. Glenn20, mm-hmm. Stu20, Pat20, uh, for 20% off your merch as we get close to the holidays. Order early, order often, shop.blazemedia.com. And we have the beautiful Let's Go Brandon uh, ugly Christmas sweater, <laughs> which is beautiful. You'll be, you it's will be beautiful. the hit of the Christmas party. Yeah. Well, or either that or you will get hit at your Christmas party. One of the two. It's one of the two. <laughs> so, Did you watch The Mandalorian? Yes. You did? Yes. Did you like it? I liked it. I think that's the right word. I wouldn't say I was... You didn't love it? I wasn't in love with it. It was a little slow at times, but it was okay. Yes. It was fine. Yeah. I what mean, about I, the last episode? I, um, Did you love the last episode? I don't know that I remember it um, uh, off the top of my head, but I will say I'm. There was a surprise person that showed up at the end. I, I don't remember. I, I mean, the surprise to some. Uh, I think a lot of people expected it, but somebody yeah. very familiar showed up. Yes, and it was a sort of a CGI situation. Yeah. Yes. Okay, I do remember mm-hmm. this. Mm-hmm. I kind of like ever since the Gina Carano thing happened. I I have no room. For their nonsense, I, I'm and, so annoyed with them right now uh-huh. that, that I can't. Yes, I can't get excited over any new Star Wars stuff at the moment. Yes, because I mean, she got fired from this show because for nothing, for, for, nothing. for, for nothing. literally for nothing. Uh, but now will Pedro Pascal be fired because of what he just tweeted? He just tweeted a tribute to Joseph Rosenbaum, <laughs> the child rapist. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> the child rapist that was shot by wow. Kyle Rittenhouse. Now, he was the first attacker, right? He yes. was the first guy that came up and was, was messing with Kyle Rittenhouse. And he said he was going to kill Kyle Rittenhouse. Said he was going to kill him. Using the N-word frequently. Right. Uh, was uh, saying on video, shoot me, shoot me. Um, if I catch you alone, I'm going to kill you. Super troubled guy. Super troubled guy. And, you know, he was not a, even a BLM protester. He was a guy who was just released from a mental hospital. Who He was there for suic- on suicide watch. Mm-hmm. And then he comes up to a guy with a bunch of guys with big guns and says, shoot me, shoot me. I mean, these, these actions aren't exactly inconsistent. Yeah. And he's, you know, a convicted child rapist. rapist. Along just, with a child molester. He's also a child molester. People keep calling him, oh, he's a child molester. Yes, he is. And, and in addition to that, rape. Child rapist. Child rape. That's just, I mean, it's incredible. And he did this, he shared a picture of the two, of, uh, of Rosenbaum and Anthony Huber, 36 and 27, murdered August 25th, 2020. Rest in peace. You know, that's not something you usually say to a child rapist is rest in peace. You more like burn in the fires of hell <laughs> for all eternity <laughs> where you're continually burning but are never consumed just so the process continues. Mm-hmm. You know, that's kind of what a lot of people wish for you. No, but not Pedro Pascal. Rest in peace. <laughs> the stupidity, the ignorance of these people on the left that looked into absolutely nothing in this trial heard something from a friend or whatever and decided that kyle rittenhouse killed usually they think it's black people yes. uh, during a protest usually that's what they think now i i guess because he actually tweeted their photos he may understand their white may understand yeah. their, that's true <laughs> that's, so that's that something. Is true uh though I, I, maybe not <laughs> 
Um, but they, now they're white angels. These two mm-hmm. that need to rest in peace. No. Reese Witherspoon no. also had an interesting uh, tweet about this. Did you see oh, this? I didn't. She she was you know talking. She basically you know it's interesting because a lot of this I think there are two there are two little levels of this where you have some people who know exactly what happened and are you know um, outwardly coming out and just arguing that the white person should have died on the ground because mm-hmm. uh, he was not on the right side of the protest, even though he says he supports the BLM movement. There are mm-hmm. some people who are ar- literally arguing that some people like I think Reese Witherspoon would fall into this category. Just turn on autofill, right? Like she heard someone died of a gun. All of the people she knows are against the person who fired the gun. So she just went into uh, like instant gun crime commentary mode. Like, thank oh, God we have every town for gun safety. And <laughs> like, wait a minute. <laughs> Like um, the, yeah. the, the guy, you do realize one of the people who was shot actually had a gun and was, was pointing it at Kyle Rittenhouse. Uh, she, she mentioned, let's see if I can find the actual tweet here. Um, because she, you know, she goes into this whole, uh, analysis, which is something like you'd, you'd read after a typical gun crime story that the le- was making the left on or making the rounds on liberal blogs, Right. Um, mm-hmm. here we go. Uh, looking at the thread here. Woke up this morning thinking about every mother, father, sister, brother, friend who has lost someone to senseless gun violence in America. And then there was no justice for their pain. Oh my God. This is oh a disgrace. Gosh. Is it a disgrace? Really? When, well, a, when a child molester the tweet is, um, who's attacking you gets shot. I don't consider it a disgrace at all. Not at all. She goes on to say, no one should be able to purchase a semi-automatic weapon, cross state lines. Again, how do you not know? How (laughs) do you not know? know? How can you think it's worthy of your time to comment on a story you know nothing about? You have not spent (laughs) a second understanding the story and be like, oh, let me just tweet about it anyway. Right. It's incredible. She says, uh, no one should be able to purchase a semi-automatic weapon, cross state lines, didn't happen, and kill two people, wound another, and go free. In what world is this safe for any of us? Well, it's safe for Kyle Rittenhouse because he was being attacked. That's why those people got shot. He was being attacked. In all of the cases, it's on video, he was being attacked. And U.S. representatives and judges who support this recklessness will not be receiving my vote ever. And the Republicans may very well lose Beverly Hills this time around. I don't know where she lives. Wherever she lives, I'm sure is a really close area mm-hmm. where Republicans are making a big impact. Um, moms demand action. Every town USA, thank you for the work you do. It is vital. And to the families and friends who are grieving. You know, not the child children that were molested by Joseph Rosenbaum. They're probably no. not grieving. But to the families and friends who are grieving, I'm holding you in my heart. And I will never stop advocating. For justice. Dun, dun, dun. So powerful. So powerful. And so, so powerful. Um, and let's so the word for it. Stupid. stupid. Mm-hmm. It yeah, was like stupid. Like, but stupid. But stupid. But <laughs> stupid. And this is so common. Oh. It's incredible and, how commonplace this is. Virtually everyone on the left. Everybody in Hollywood, everybody on the left is, is going through this right now. Uh, and part of the interview that that Tucker Carlson had with Kyle Rittenhouse involved what Biden said about him. And Rittenhouse asked that 
you know, maybe at least uh, Joe Biden, you could at least watch the trial or look at some of the evidence from the trial, which was great because Biden literally admitted he didn't see any of it. I just heard a moment ago. Do you have any reactions? I I didn't watch the trial, so I... Oh, okay. But I felt like I was really compelled to comment on it anyway. I I didn't watch the trial. Uh, So that's why I called him a white supremacist. Uh, I didn't watch the trial, but that's why I said I was really angry about the verdict. How stupid is that? And... This guy's the president of the United States. He's not just some Yahoo from Hollywood. He's the president of the United States. It would be nice if you learned any of the facts. If any of the politicians who are all over this Kyle Rittenhouse thing and and they want him in prison, if they just look into what actually happened, it would really be helpful. Does not seem to be a priority. And it, and no and the reason it's not a priority is they never pay a price for it. There's never never there's never a situation where what happened to Gina Carano happens to her co-star who uh, has right. done the same thing and worse, yeah, uh, the, much worse than anything that Gina Carano has done. We just glorified a, a child rapist. Yeah, uh, a lot worse than Gina Carano did. It really is. It's unbelievable, though, that, you, you know, because I, I think about this sometimes where there are these issues. Let's take spending, for example. Spending, I think you can look at and say, Republicans also suck on it. Like, they suck on spending. Yes, the Democrats suck on it, and they, they, they're worse. However, the Republicans also are terrible. They don't care about it at all. It's not a priority. They will continue to spend and try to buy votes just like Democrats, and it's despicable. This is something totally different. The, the, the case here with Kyle Rittenhouse is not a case where, well, Republicans do this as well. I mean, look. You know, the uh, Ahmad Arbery situation is going on right now. I see very few conservatives out there saying, well, they should be compl- they didn't do anything wrong. It's a good idea right. to go ahead and follow around I people who are jogging. Anybody I haven't seen anybody say that. It, right. Yeah. Because I think conservatives are looking at these incidents and looking at the facts <clears throat> yeah. and saying, well, this one seems pretty bad. This one isn't. And so we right. act accordingly. And I don't even know. I'd like to think it's virtue. I'd like to think yeah. conservatives are more high-minded and they're, they want to do the right thing. And that may very well be it. It may also be that we don't want to look like morons all the time. It may just be a selfish instinct that yeah. we don't want to Reese Witherspoon ourselves. <laughs> right? Like, I just, I have a reflexive yeah. uh, 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 feeling to oppose embarrassing myself in public all the time. Mm-hmm. I just don't want it to occur. Mm-hmm. So, therefore, I don't tweet idiot, idiotic comments about things I know nothing about. Right. Right. And th- right. there's no there's no instinct among celebrities. And, and honestly, more embarrassing than celebrities are high level Democratic officials like Joe Biden, like Kamala Harris, like Cori Bush, like Ayanna uh, uh, Presley, like AOC, who come out here and just say, literally the dumbest thing possible about everything and never seemed it never seems to bother them forget the consequences don't you just feel dumb 
Isn't there a the moment no. in your day where you just no. want to avoid looking like you have the IQ of a carrot? <laughs> is there ever a moment where this happens, Pat? Sadly, the answer is no. No, there isn't. Uh, Pat and Stu for Glenn on the Glenn Beck Program. This is the Glenn Beck Program. If you haven't heard about it yet, Legacy Box is a simple and safe way to digitize your treasured videotapes, film reels, things that you don't even know what format that is or what machine plays it. They have helped millions of people safeguard their important recorded moments by digitizing them all by hand right here in the U.S. You'll get all the originals back alongside the digital copies that will always be protected. It's what Better Homes and Gardens calls the most sentimental gift to make the holiday season special. And with their Black Friday event, which is starting right now, more families can enjoy digitizing their home movies and photos with an insane 65% off. I've used Legacy Box to save photos that we found while we were remodeling our house. Pictures, they fade over time. This holiday is the perfect time to preserve those memories. Visit LegacyBox.com slash Beck. Get an unprecedented 65% off for Black Friday. With limited quantities ready to ship, this deal will go fast. Legacy Box's lowest price of the year. LegacyBox.com slash Beck. It's Pat and Stu uh, for Glenn on the Glenn Beck program. Stu is mentioning how differently conservatives handle these trials and these situations than than liberals and progressives do progressives if you're on the left you just believed kyle rittenhouse was a, a white race a supremacist white supremacist a racist who just summarily killed uh two black people uh on the streets of kenosha and you don't listen to anything that that disturbs that little scenario that's in your head Whereas with the Arbery trial, um, I think that conservatives can look at what happened there and what the uh, what the lawyers are saying in an objective way and say, "Wow, something's radically wrong there." Uh, what did he do to deserve what he got? Uh, listen to the the defense lawyer sum up her case from yesterday. Turning Ahmad Arbery into a victim after the choices that he made does not reflect the reality of what brought Ahmad Arbery to Satilla Shores in his khaki shorts with no socks to cover his long, dirty toenails. Wait, what? <laughs> is, is that a joke? Or... Are you serious? So he's wearing a khaki khaki shorts with no socks to cover his long, dirty toenails. And that's why he's not a victim? <laughs> if that doesn't <laughs> wow. seem like a good point, is that tied it into something doesn't else? It doesn't seem like a good point. Hmm. No, it wasn't really tied into anything. Maybe she's just like one of those people who really gets grossed out by long, dirty toenails <laughs> and just couldn't help herself to bring I mean, it up. I, I don't think anybody appreciates them necessarily. Yeah, I have not followed this case I as closely. I haven't followed it closely uh, either. So it could be related to something else in the trial. I'm sure it is. I but don't know what. I mean, the idea of her, him not... Because, you know, they're <clears> presenting <throat> him as a jogger, right? So Yeah, he was jogging. Khaki shorts and no socks does not necessarily... <laughs> 
uh, scream jogging, I guess is their point. I don't know what the toenails have to do with it, though. I don't, I don't either. Wasn't the big deal. They were pissed at him for going inside a construction site. Yeah, that's, uh, that was, yeah. They, and so they, they hunted him down and shot him. Because he went into the construction site and he wasn't supposed to. Well, yeah, and you look at the difference between the Rittenhouse story. You know, uh, Rosenbaum was three or four feet away from him when he shot um, because he was charging and he waited. They, I heard one of the attorneys saying like, they were 30 to 40 feet away. It could have been seconds. Okay. Yeah, I mean, yeah, mm. 30 mm-hmm. to 40 feet seems a little, a little different than three to four feet. Yeah, it does. You know, yes, especially when you're dealing with someone who does not have a gun. Yes. So... You know, big difference uh, between the way we're looking at these two different trials. And clean your toenails. Ah, okay, yeah, I mean, come on. So? So what? And? (laughs) Okay, there's a few human traffickers, a couple of murderers, and, you know, maybe some rapists, but not that many. How do you square this with, like, for example, the Me Too (laughs) movement? If you're I don't let, know. Let, Harvey Weinstein is out of prison. Uh, now I think it's, it's federal prison. Seconds. I think it deals with, but I mean, I would assume the concept goes down to all prisons, right? It's not just federal. Yeah. Uh, eventually, that's the plan, at least. So Harvey Weinstein gets out of prison. Uh huh. How does that does that help the Me Too movement? <laughs> I guess Republicans can stay in, <laughs> right? Let's let the Republicans. Well, you can't. You can't let the insurrectionists out in ten years, of course not. or twenty, or well, even thirty. It's the biggest attack since the Civil War. Can't let that happen. It was the day democracy almost died. Almost died. Too. Almost. It almost died. died that day. You see, you see the QAnon shaman. Almost the yeah. president of the United States. That almost. Day. Almost. Almost. It almost they happened. Almost killed the whole democratic process in one fell swoop. Uh, QAnon situation. I think you're going to be pretty excited when you hear what's about to happen because it's a little bit unusual. And uh, some might call it a miracle, actually. So we'll tell you about that coming up in one minute. The Glenn Beck Program. If you haven't checked out Rectech yet, I can't trust you enough that the time is now. You don't want to miss the big Black Friday sale. Serious grillers and smokers uh, that uh, are available for you. Um, and if you happen to be someone who really knows this stuff, you know probably already that Rectech is the way to go. It's got smart grill technology, which means that it maintains a constant temperature all throughout the cooking process. You can monitor it from an app on your phone or device from the comfort of indoors which is a really great benefit of a Rectech. Plus, it's built like a tank. It's sleek, it's sturdy, and it gets the job done right every time. If you're a person who loves cooking outdoors, or if you know someone else who does, do yourself a favor. Check them out today. Rectech. It'll take your grilling, smoking, even baking to the next level. Rectech's Black Friday sale has already begun. You could save up to $415. Wow. 
Uh, order right now and get your grill for the holidays with free shipping on all pellet grills. Go to rectech.com. That's rectech with a Q at the end. Visit rectech with a Q dot uh, com. It's R E C T E Q dot com. By the way, traffic and weather together every three minutes on the fours all day today. Really? Yeah. Just today, though. Just today. Mm-hmm. today One day today thing. only. Uh, tomorrow, we're doing something else. Um, we're doing uh, uh, sports and knitting every 12 minutes on the nines. So that'll be a little bit different. We'll let you know. Uh, it is Pat and Stu for Glenn this week. Glenn is on vacation for uh, Thanksgiving. And uh, we are here in his stead. You can listen to my show, Pat Gray Unleashed, every day right before this one live or anytime you want via podcast. And the same really applies uh, for Stu, except that it's not right before this. His show, Stu Does America, comes later on uh, in primetime at 8 o'clock p.m. Eastern. But you could listen to that anytime on podcast as well, if I'm not mistaken. You can, yes. Um, We, of course, encourage you to subscribe and rate and review the podcast. We do appreciate that. Five stars is the appropriate number of stars, however. And it's appropriate to order some of our merch right now with our our promo code because we've all got promo codes right now. You can use Pat20 or Stu20 or Glenn20 and save 20% on whatever merch you want to buy. Yeah, great stuff for the holidays. I'm wearing the the, uh, Taliban joe t-shirt right now oh uh which is uh if you don't know our award-winning president yeah uh, he won person, person of, the, of year the year for the islamic emirate of afghanistan uh <laughs> congratulations to taliban joe uh president nice. joe biden yeah so you can huh. have that i didn't know he had won that award. yeah that's great it's great you know that's I, great good we, for him you know some people consider he deserves uh, c- it consider us to be partisan no and that's not true here we are we, celebrating an award given mm-hmm. to our illustrious award-winning president we've Joe always Biden. believed in giving credit where credit is due and he deserves some credit for that he, taliban so congratulations joe. taliban joe taliban joe merch.com <laughs> if you want to if you want to pick that up i also like the, the nickname brain dead biden i uh, i think that applies as well it taliban does joe and brain dead biden how is that uh, it's just amazing that this hmm. is happening <laughs> we were, yeah you know, yeah it is i, you, I mean because you could make an argument here's a guy who's been in office since 19 and he won an election in 1972, 1972. Mm-hmm. so he's been in office for a very long time nearly 50 years you'd think he'd have some awareness as to how to do his job yes you would right um and i can understand uh that uh you might have been more optimistic about his presidency than pat or i Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's possible you might be on the left. Mm-hmm. You might be a, a moderate and you didn't like Trump for whatever reason. And you decided to go with Joe Biden. OK, or, you know, whatever, mm-hmm. you know, but you can't possibly think this is going well. Right. <laughs> I don't like, think so. We can all come together on that point. Even though he keeps trying to tell you, you're doing really well uh, under my lead here. You're doing we're doing way better than under the previous administration. Well, how could you think mm-hmm. that? I. Uh, well, we've got the inflation, which is good. Inflation's that means good. You might, yeah, you might get more salary because of it. And then, and then there's the situation uh, at the border, which where a lot of people love America and they're coming here uh, to join us. Really? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So that's a good situation. And the the, the pandemic uh, is going well too. Hmm. 
Now, <laughs> that's really going great. Yeah. Um, so let me just give you a, an idea of the approval rating of Joe Biden right now and how, how, that, how that measures up. Okay. You know, mm-hmm. over the years. So right now, now, Donald Trump, we've talked about and that he came into office uh, with an approval rating uh, really started out at about 44 percent. Mm-hmm. And at this point, in his presidency was at 38 percent, which is it was between okay. those two numbers, pretty much his entire presidency. Um, Joe Biden started there were much some outliers, higher. Some polls like Rasmussen, I think, that had him higher at times. Yeah, this is an average, I should say. It's, yeah. it's an average of all the polls. So mm-hmm. Biden started much higher than Trump, though, and has dropped much faster mm-hmm. than Trump. He has not crossed the Trump line, however, yet. Wasn't he way over 50 at the beginning? Was he yeah. even at 60 at uh, first? Mid-50s, mid 55. Okay. And he's dropped all the way down now to 42. So he's only four points ahead of where Trump was at this point in his is presidency. Is this a poll average? This is a poll average, yes. Okay. 298 days into his presidency. So the 36% is not a poll average. That's just somebody's poll. Yeah, I think that was, I think Quinnipiac was that poll. I and usually know. Quinnipiac is fairly friendly to Democrats. Mm-hmm. So, but I mean, Trump huh. is, 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 a, is an, I would argue, an outlier in some ways. He, was, he came in as a very sort of divisive president, uh, because, not because mm-hmm. of his policies, just because that was, he was a guy who was attacked by the media constantly. He wasn't even particularly popular among Republicans at this point. This is early in his, in his presidency. People are still kind of doubting him. Okay. So Trump, who never really ran on a, with a high approval rating, never really did well in those polls. He's ahead. Biden is still ahead of him, although it's getting closer and closer by the day. Okay, mm-hmm. Barack Obama. Uh, well, Biden is uh, about nine points behind Obama where he was in his presidency. Um, he is 43 points behind George W. Bush <laughs> in this point in his presidency. Now, you'll note it's past September. So George Bush was still had an 85 percent approval rating. Wow. Um, but uh, considerably behind that. But that's he's now behind Bill Clinton um, by six points. At this point in his presidency, George H.W. Bush, he is down by 47 points. Yeah, because there again, mm-hmm. you had a wartime president. So you, Bush, uh, George H.W. Bush was at 69.8 percent at this point. That was right around Gulf War One, right? No, I can't. It? I don't know. It's in three, about 300 days into his presidency. Oh, OK. Um, a, t- eh, a, ten, a 10 point. I would say no. It looks like. That that happened later. I think it was year two. Ninety percent at one point. Yeah, and he, he got to eighty five, eighty six percent in you know about eight hundred days into his presidency. Okay, so Bush is way ahead. Reagan also way ahead of Biden by about ten points. Jimmy Carter about fourteen points ahead of Biden at this point in his presidency. Wow. Gerald Ford about seven points ahead of Joe Biden at this point in his presidency. Richard Nixon about twenty four points ahead of Joe Biden at this point in his presidency. Points. Yeah. Uh, Before Watergate, he was pretty popular. Oh, yeah. Lyndon Johnson, uh, let's see, 32 points ahead of Joe Biden at this point in his presidency. Wow. John F. Kennedy, um, 36 points ahead of Joe Biden at this point in his presidency. Dwight Eisenhower, 19 points ahead of Joe Biden. Are you sensing any pattern here? Wow. And uh, Harry Truman was, let's see, 20 points ahead of biden at this point in his presidency i think what we're saying is biden really sucks and the people don't really like him what evidence do you have (laughs) well (laughs) other than everything you just presented there yeah Yeah. now i will say john uh, f kennedy is yes way ahead of joe biden however the the new incoming president jfk jr we don't know what Mm -hmm. his approval ratings are yet because he has not taken over the white house no and it's strange um qanon continues to wait for him (laughs) Here in Dallas, 
this is great. Weeks after they first gathered near Dealey Plaza, which is where it all happened with JFK, uh, dozens of believers in the furthest fringe of the QAnon conspiracy theory remain in Dallas, expecting long-dead JFK Jr. to reveal himself in the city where, the, where his father was assassinated and usher in the reinstatement of Donald Trump as president. So they gathered on November 2nd at Dealey Plaza, and they waited all day in the rain. 300 people waited all day in the rain for JFK Jr. to show up. Now, did he show up? I, he did not. Okay. He did not. Darn it. Stubbornly, he held out for a while. And I think my thought was, well, that makes sense because he's probably waiting for the more symbolic... November 22nd date. <laughs> That's what you thought? That's what I thought okay. initially. You didn't yeah. think that maybe there was an issue with his flight? <laughs> no. No. No, I thought, okay, I think he's waiting for November 22nd because mm-hmm. that's really, there's a lot of symbolism there because that's the day uh, on which his, his father was assassinated. Um, so that's what I thought. And then yesterday was, of course, November 22nd. Mm-hmm. And, and he still didn't show. So he now I'm thinking he might have missed a flight or two. <laughs> Or maybe he was on the flight, and that, that may have been the Ooh, problem. Yeah, I hope not. Mm-hmm. Um, but. This is a tricky uh, situation. It is a I, really I, tricky situation. I don't, th- you know, th- this is, a, by the way, a, a fringy theory for QAnon. Like, even if you are a QAnon believer, mm-hmm. f- to, to the extent, Pat, that, you know, th- if you go back in the history of this, of the Q thing. Which mm-hmm. is, you know, mainly, mainly used as a way to make Republicans look insane by Democrats, right? Like, this is not... Pretty much. It's not a really huge following. I mean, you, yes, you can find... They try to make it out as if it were big. Exactly. It's and not. It's, it's not. It's not. But, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's still pretty fascinating how this stuff happens. It really is. And uh, it is. there's a documentary on HBO called Q Into the Storm, I believe it's called. Yeah, I've started to watch it. Oh, really? Yeah. It's pretty interesting. It's interesting. It, you know, again, it's not like... It comes from HBO. It's the guy like, goes all, all over the world tracking these people down. Yeah, and and it's not the people. It's the people who were like running the websites where the Q postings first started. So it's people who actually had visibility as to who was posting at what time. Yeah, and what IP address uh, address they were coming from. And, and he really goes back. And this is all before January six. This is all just kind of looking at how this movement or conspiracy theory or whatever you want to call it developed. And it's pretty fascinating. I mean, it's it, it's a is an amazing adventure, and it has a little bit to do with Donald Trump, but really not much. I mean, it it doesn't have much to do with. It's not really a political documentary as much as it's just the history of this stuff. And one of their first things was that the left Democrats, in particular, are uh, pedophiles, and they were running a child sex ring out mm-hmm. of the basement of uh, the pizza. Comet, Comet ping pong, ping pong pizza, pizza yeah. in Washington, D.C. They supposedly had were running this thing out of their basement. They don't even have a basement, so they weren't running it out of there. Um, and people showed up and demanded to see the children in the basement. And they're like, yeah, we don't we don't have a basement. So and people who aren't architects might not understand this, but it's very difficult to run a child <laughs> sex ring out of a basement you don't have. Yes, it really is hard. It sort real... of defies the laws of physics <laughs> in said, some ways. I think I mentioned this to you before, but I had a friend who was in Washington D.C. at the time, and uh, for you know some uh, event, birthday or something, I sent him a a uh, a gift card to Comet Ping Pong Pizza and just said, "You know what to do." <laughs> That's great. 
<laughs> you really appreciate it. it. Apparently, it, the pizza is actually pretty good. Really? Yeah, that's what I've heard. Well, it's been featured on Food Network. Oh, has? Yeah. Okay, so maybe it yeah. is pretty good. Uh, uh, Guy Fieri. Uh, oh, really? Went on diners, drive-ins, and dives. Wow, there. he's involved too. He's involved too. Jeez, I would yeah. not have seen that coming. He seems either. like such a good guy. I- <laughs> <laughs> I know. Who saw that coming? Um, so anyway, so he, anyway, this this, this whole, is even weird for QAnon, right? So the so the there's an official Q, right? Mm-hmm. Even though we don't think you know it's not a guy in the government, blah blah blah. There is someone who was posting as Q. Yes, that person said JFK Jr. is not alive. So, right. so like the, right. even inside the Q world, yeah. this is an outlying, strange, fringy conspiracy. But there is a guy named Michael Brian Protzman who has started like a, a an offshoot of QAnon or a group within QAnon called Negative yeah. Forty Eight. Okay, and they're the ones who believe JFK Jr. is coming back and he's going to usher in Donald <laughs> Trump to be the president, and then Donald Trump is going to make him the vice president and resign. And he's going to go on to be the king of kings, and JFK Jr. Oh. will be president of the United States. I got to say, if I had the chance to be king of kings, I'd also resign the presidency. <laughs> yes. That sounds like a better gig. It, it does. Mm-hmm. Now, it's already occupied. I mean, yeah. there, there is a king of kings already, and it's a, so that's problematic. Something symbolic Donald. about this here, I don't <laughs> yeah, it's think is... It's not the right message, I'll not, tell you that. Not at all, no. no. So, uh, we'll, so t- we'll tell you more about this, because there's some more interesting angles and other celebrities that are involved in in this appearance or reappearance uh we'll get to that coming up in about a minute I have some good news. It's going to help make your house look amazing. Black Friday starts right now at Blinds.com with up to 45% off site-wide. Make Blinds.com your first choice for high-quality window coverings that are perfect for any size window, any color, or any look you have in mind. There's no guesswork, no hassle, no having to make multiple trips to the store. Whether you do it yourself or you want them to handle the measuring and installation for you, Blinds.com has you covered. They make the entire process super easy. Talk to a Blinds.com professional design consultant for free and right now save up to 45 percent off cellular shades faux wood blinds interior shutters and a whole lot more so treat yourself to custom home window treatments this holiday season you're gonna love the way your house looks blinds.com now through november 26 save up to 45 percent off everything plus free shipping and a 100 satisfaction guarantee blinds.com save up to 45 percent off everything plus free shipping blinds.com rules and restrictions may apply it's Pat and Stu for Glenn on the Glenn Beck program. Uh, we were talking about this uh, QAnon sort of subgroup called Negative 48, and they're a group that believes JFK Jr. is coming back from the dead. I believe they, they think he's been resurrected. And so they expect him here in Dallas to appear at Dealey Plaza, and then, and then somehow he ushers Donald Trump into the presidency, which seems unconstitutional at first glance, but um, what do I know? What do I know? Uh, they're Not only are they waiting for uh, JFK Jr. to show up at Dealey Plaza, but um, there were a couple of other celebrities, dead celebrities who were expected as well, including Michael Jackson and Princess Diana. Now... <sighs> If I had known that Michael Jackson and Princess Di were going to show up with JFK Jr., I think I would have joined them at Dealey Plaza. But I didn't even know that part until today. 
So I'm a little, I'm kind of excited they haven't done this yet because I want to be there when that happens. You know, I think it'd be fun to see Michael come back. You think? I do. Hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Don't you think so? Little, I've got some questions for him. Well, I have a little, I have some concerns about this entire thing because are we saying that they were not killed and then are just going to show up or they died and are going to be like coming back and they're all skeletons and stuff like that? <laughs> I think, I'm a little concerned. No, I think some of them, if not all, have been resurrected. Okay, so probably. So I think they're in, they're they're in good shape. I watched, I think they're in good shape. There's a documentary called Pet Cemetery where, um, <laughs> you know, it seems like these mm-hmm. these pets, these people are coming back and they look pretty normal, but then they do terrible things. Oh no! Don't put your feet down next to no. a bed. Is what I remember out of that movie. Really? Yes. Uh, Something pops out from underneath. Well, I mean, I, spoiler alert on the Stephen King movie from the from the seventies, eighties. I would say eighties. Uh, but mm-hmm. you don't if you're if you if you happen to be the actor who portrayed Herman Munster, you do not want to put your feet next to the bed. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> now, I, that's a, I'm, I'm talking tip, to you. a very narrow audience there. Yeah. But if you happen <laughs> to be an actor that portrayed Herman Munster at some point <laughs> in your career, do not put your feet next to the bed. If you happen to bury your dead son in a pet cemetery. Oh, wow. That's just something that... And so the same thing might apply yeah. here. So was the son pissed about that? Yeah. He didn't like being buried <laughs> in the pet cemetery? This is... Uh, he was he was dead. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. So they buried yeah. him there. But when you bury someone in a pet cemetery, as you know, they come back to life. Oh. And, um, no, and, I didn't know that. That's, really? That's interesting. Oh, yeah. I thought everyone had seen no, this I'm, documentary. I'm learning new things. Yeah. So they come back to life. But they seem to be... Almost like a bad remix of the previous. So, like, if you put a cat in the pet cemetery, the cat comes back and it looks like your cat, but then it like but it's you mean. know scratches your face. Yeah, I don't like that. Yeah, I don't like that. If you put your kid in there, it's much worse. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah, don't. Okay, try not to put your kid in there if you can help it. <laughs> no, I think I could help it. Yeah, I wouldn't. Yeah, I wouldn't bury him. At yeah, the I, pet would, cemetery, I would. I would. I so. would. Yeah, look, different strokes for different mm. folk, but I would yeah. recommend a traditional burial. That's a good safety or tip. Or perhaps as well. use a reputable firm uh, <laughs> instead of the pet cemetery in the woods near your house. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. Just recommendations. Again, I'm not. Yeah. I don't, I'm not your dad. No, right. You know, if you want to, we don't have to listen to you. No, you don't have to. You, if I, I want to bury a relative in the pet cemetery, I will. Yeah. <laughs> this is that. So far, I haven't wanted to. You haven't wanted to, and you can if you want. I'm just uh, saying, if you do. <laughs> yeah, you're not the boss of me. I agree. Don't have to bury loved ones where you say. <laughs> That's right. That's a I great don't. point. This is America, after all. Right. So if you don't want to use a reputable funeral home, and I don't instead, have to. You don't have to. Don't I just, to. I am is warning you. Is it cheaper you, at the pet it's cemetery? It's definitely cheaper. I'll bet. It will kill you, though. You will be murdered. <laughs> really? By whatever you bury. And there's no question about that. I would say, look, from my, my understanding of history, it's a good 80, 90%. So be careful, folks. Okay. Uh, so there's a higher percent chance of dying from that than COVID. Oh, yeah. It's, yeah. it's considerably higher. There's no okay. vaccine for this, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't sound optimal. No. It's uh, suboptimal. Pat. Yeah. It's definitely But I sub-optimal. mean, if you want to save money, it's still a viable way to go. <laughs> no, I'm saying it's not. <laughs> this is the Glenn Beck Program. American Financing NMLS 182334 www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org I want you to think about something uh, for a second. If you own a home, you could be paying a lot less on your payments right now. Wouldn't it be nice to have more money? More money you could spend on potentially 
the burial arrangements instead of burying your, your pet in a pet cemetery. That's just, just one way to use the money. Uh, you can lower your payment. You can save thousands of dollars long term. People do it all the time by refinancing to a lower rate. And of course, rates are really low right now. You could do this yourself. Uh, these rates aren't going to last forever. You definitely want to take advantage of them before they're gone. You see the trillions of dollars flying out the door right now. How low, how low do you think these rates are going to stay? I am not an optimist on this one. Um, you don't have to uh, reset your loan to get these kinds of savings either. You can choose any term, 10 years and over, because you shouldn't be paying interest for years that you don't need. Make the call today. You're going to be glad that you did. I've worked with American Financing before. They're fantastic. Call American Financing, 800-906-2440, 800-906-2440, or you can visit them on the web, AmericanFinancing.net. It's AmericanFinancing.net. Check it out. Glenn, Stu, Crowder, Dave Rubin and me, Pat Gray. Listen to all your favorite conservative voices at blazetv.com. Use the promo code Fauci lied to get $25 off. Pat and Stu for Glenn on the Glenn Beck program. 888-727-BECK. Uh, the rapper who's being held in the Christmas parade killings in uh, Waukesha, Wisconsin, uh, Daryl Brooks. 39 years old. He goes by Math Boy uh, Fly. Math Boy Fly. Good old Math Boy Fly. And we yeah. should note, you might think M-A-T-H-B-O-Y. No. No. No, 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 no. M-A-T-H-B-O-I. Much hipper. Much, much cooler. Much cooler. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, a lot of stuff is circulating on the internet, internet that he was a BLM supporter and a Democrat. He does also seem to be at times critical of Obama. Um, but really, when you boil it down... What ninety two percent of Democrat or black uh, voters vote Democrat? Mm-hmm. I I would assume this is a much higher percentage in inner cities, much higher percentage mm-hmm. in among local rappers, among, among local rappers. Yes. Mm-hmm. Now mm-hmm. the the national rappers are much more balanced in their voting <laughs> habits, but local rappers are almost yeah, exclusively not, yeah. Democrat. Yes. And then um, when it comes to criminals, almost all of them. I would say if you're Democrats, African American black rapper, or white, African American rapper criminals, you're at what ninety nine percent are Democrats. Yes. <laughs> so criminals in general are over ninety percent uh, Democrat. <laughs> I think I, I would not be surprised <laughs> if that's true, uh, considering we just played you audio of how they want to let them all out of prison. Yeah. <laughs> I would not be surprised. So anyway, the point of this to be is that it should not surprise you to find that if this person was posting on social media, they were posting crazy BLM things. That doesn't necessarily mean it's it's tied to Kenosha or anything like that, but it does. It's not exactly mm-hmm. going against the grain here. <laughs> you were not exactly. Uh, so, um, but he now he's had some issues in his past. It's It's not more than 50 pages of issues. I mean, it might now. Now it might be more than 50 pages mm-hmm. of issues, but up until earlier you might be this on week. Page 51 now. It's possible. Yeah, with all these charges, it yeah. may be. I mean, 48, 48 people were injured, five people were killed. Yeah. We don't know how much higher those numbers will go, but I would assume there's a, at least a charge for each one of those. True. Um, probably multiple charges for each of those. So we're probably at 70, 80, 90 pages at this point, but we were at 50 pages before this incident. And we, as we all know, you get your first 50 pages of charges free. Uh, you do whatever you want until you get to that 51st page. Then the punishments start. Yeah. And that's a rational way yeah. to run a society. Uh, but he did have one sta- uh, one little incident that stood out a little bit, which is he is a tier two, not a tier one, but a tier two 
uh, sexual uh, deviant <laughs> in uh, in Nevada. Uh, he's had some sexual uh, assault uh, issues there, and he and he was nice enough though to explain them. And and sometimes I think we don't get enough perspective from those charged with having sex with 16-year-olds. What do they think about the incident? <laughs> right. Right? What are right. what are the, what what's their story? I'd mm-hmm. love to know. So, we luckily have him on camera talking about it. Here it is. And then as soon as we fall out, all of a sudden now I'm a pedophile. Mm. Let me explain that. Okay. All right. 10 years ago, 2006. Okay. Mm-hmm. I caught a case with my oldest daughter's mama. Yes, my baby mama. Okay. She's from mm-hmm. Oakland. I was busting moves in Nevada. Okay. Busting I meet moves. the bitch. she says she want to get out so I'm pimping on the I'll take her to Nevada. Okay, right. You know what I'm saying? Sure. I get cracked. No, what you're saying. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I didn't yeah. know the bitch was 16 at the time. Oh. She gave a statement mm-hmm. to the police and told them, yeah, she that I was pimping mm-hmm. and, and mm-hmm. Uh, that she was 16 and that I didn't know that. Okay. Okay. All right. Now, I, he keeps asking if we know what he's saying. I do not know what he's saying. No, he's starting to lose me on yeah. that. So I don't. <laughs> there were several parts I'm of it where that. I did not understand <laughs> what. He, he was, was saying, saying and, and as we pointed out earlier, we're fans of local rap. Yeah. Huge right. supporters mm-hmm. of the local rap industry, mm-hmm. which now uh, some estimates say is up to a $12,000 a year in- industry, which is incredible. <laughs> incredible. It's growing so quickly. Yeah. But uh, I, apparently what he's saying here is his baby mama. Yeah. He was a uh, pimping on on this particular uh, baby on mama. On the baby mama. And uh, mm-hmm. she she wanted to to get down with this particular baby papa and um now look age is but a number as as many Mm. pedophiles say Um, so is this the 16 year old who's his baby mama yes i guess now she's older pat they grow up apparently they do eventually get to the point where they are of age he just chose a moment before that wow you know what i'm saying you know what we do now Mm -hmm. i think i know what he's saying so he's saying he didn't know she was 16 at the time Okay. Which is a, a, a relatively, I think, common excuse <laughs> yeah. when you get in yourself in one of these situations. But he was not aware. So he may have thought she was 15. <laughs> he didn't know. I didn't consider that. <laughs> yeah. Wow. It could be even worse. I didn't know she was 16. I thought she was 14. Right. I, I didn't know. Been. It could have been. That would have been a, that would have been an interesting moment in the. Tra- I'm sorry. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, thought she was I thought she was 14. Do you know what I'm saying? And then he would say, yes, I do know what you're saying. And right. would confirm that. Yeah. So among mm. the other 49 pages of charges, this this one does stand out. Now, he has a lot of he has a, a song. He, now, as you know, I, I mean, I, 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 I want to make sure the audience understands. I'm not explaining mm-hmm. this to Pat because Pat knows the local rap scene. Whole, the whole catalog. Uh, but he does have catalog. a song where he seemingly, you know, says some bad things about Donald Trump. Now, Donald Trump oh, used wow. to be positively mentioned in all rap songs <laughs> up until he ran for president. <laughs> yeah, and now that, he's negatively mentioned in all rap songs. so true. Prior to 2015, yeah. they loved him. Oh, rappers loved him. They aspire to be billionaires like he is. Mm-hmm. I, I I think that's the deal, right? And they, flashy billionaires, right? And now. flashy, right. yes. You know, Trump obviously is a little is flashy. He's got a lot of gold around him. Right. He, you know, has lots of nice things. Bling, if you will. Yeah. Oh, and you could t- and just yeah, you could you see how natural that felt from Pat to right. say the word bling. Yeah. And that's yeah, how yeah. you know he loves his local rap. <laughs> rap <laughs> about the community. And <laughs> that's really true. It's really true. <laughs> <laughs> I was right. I actually don't even like getting my weather reports from local news. I like getting it from local rap. I it, yeah. I yeah, prefer yeah. to get like what's what's the dew point? Uh-huh. I would like to know that in a rap. That's just the way I I go. Forty eight point seven and rising. You know what I'm saying? 
And you, and I do know what you're saying because yeah, okay. I I'm, right. I'm a fan of of weather related local rap. <laughs> school cancellations. I'm a huge uh, yeah, school yeah, cancellation yeah. local rap. Nobody guy. does it better. Nobody does than it better. Local rappers. Farm reports. Mm-hmm. I want that delivered solely in rap form. And as I said before, he's got a pig future song called <laughs> "F the Pig." That's right. <laughs> so. It's about pig features. A lot of people think police. No, no, no. he would not. He would not do. He's that. obviously he respectful that. for the law. He yeah. knows them all so well. Yeah. They're on a first name basis with him. Right. Hey, math boy. <laughs> Great to see you once again for the five hundredth time this week. Or do I call you Mister Fly? Sometimes they call him Mr. Fly, but yeah. I think they're normally on a first name basis. Okay. When, when you see someone that often, Pat, it yes, feels too true. formal that's to true. call him Mr. Fly. <laughs> you just say, hey, hey, hey math, math boy. boy, do you know what I'm saying? Which cell would you like this evening? Yeah. Because he's, you know, because yeah. Math it's Boy, natural. I don't, don't put me under the air conditioning vent. I get a little chilly at night. Mm-hmm. Put him in cell seven. Right. That's the one he likes. <laughs> I mean, uh, that's the kind of relationship they have. I, I, I can't help but mock this idiot and for all of his nonsense. But it's like mm-hmm. this is this is not how civilization is supposed to operate. When someone mm-hmm. has such reckless disregard for society's rules, where you have fifty pages now, probably a hundred pages, and of for charges, human life, for human life. Uh, you know, again, he ran. Oh, you may have missed this detail if you were not listening earlier in the program. Math Boy Fly, our local rap hero in this story, three weeks ago ran over his baby mama intentionally. And that's not like we're making Jeez. it up. Oh, I think it was intentional. No, police charged him with intentionally running over his baby mama. And I don't know if this is a 16 year old because, wow, I think mm. maybe you should move away. Yes. I think at this point from Math Boy Fly. Yes. But, uh, you know, six, this mm. this baby mama was run over with the same vehicle you saw speeding through the parade. That vehicle ran over a woman intentionally three weeks ago, and they let him out on a $1,000 bond. Now, they are saying, well, we recognize now that that was too low. Really? Do you? I don't even know if I believe it. Mm. Honestly, if tomorrow the same situation repeats itself with Math Boy Fly spelled with a Y... A different local rapper who happens to have 50 pages of charges. I don't believe they do a thing differently. Because they. this is a philosophy. This is a philosophy that has penetrated mm-hmm. America and is now supported by people like Rashida Tlaib nationally. Uh, there is a big unrolling, uh, uh, you know, of this, uh, unveiling, excuse me, of this um, Breathe Act, which is named after I Can't Breathe which uh, is related to the George Floyd's situation, Mm -hmm. which was related to the Eric Garner situation, I think, which, by the way, was a really bad uh, incident in New York uh, years ago. Uh, But that uh, the I Can't Breathe Act, supported by Rashida Tlaib, and I think 47 total Democrats, which would allow all prisoners, every single prisoner... In the federal system. In the federal system to be uh, uh, let go. And in, released into society because I think by Rashida Tlaib's argument, some of them are mentally disturbed. Mm-hmm. I, that doesn't sound like so a good let, argument to me. You let them all go because of that? Yeah, you let them all go because I guess some of them are mentally disturbed. And by the way, letting a bunch of mentally disturbed criminals out into society doesn't, good doesn't sound like a good idea either. So you do that and you couple it with defunding the police and what a society we're going to have here in America. Mm-hmm. Then you fixed our problems, right? When you've released all the criminals. 
and then there's no police to defend uh, the population. I think that's a winning combination right there. It's the combination the Democrats want. And now, they're fighting for it. They're maybe, fighting hard for it. There may be some exceptions among Democrats, but this is this is the energy. Joe Manchin of the left. and uh, Kirsten Cinema. Yeah, like those you know, are the two. Eric Adams, and mayor of New York. I, I mean, former police officer. Oh, I yeah. doubt he wants that. Yeah, right. There's there's there are some who will push back against this lightly in some cases, but some don't want this. But the energy of that movement and the direction they're going is clear, and it's maybe most clear. Uh, among um, uh, when you look at the career of Joe Biden, who in 1994 supported the crime bill, and there's a world where Joe Biden could be a, a, probably a popular president by saying, you know what, I fought for the 1994 crime bill, and we see how out of control crime is now, and I want a new one. I want to be tough on crime. Mm. If you combine mm-hmm. the ridiculous spending nonsense with tough on crime, that might be something that would work in the United States of America. Instead, the same guy who fought for the crime bill back in the 90s, is now saying uh, he's sorry he supported it because it was so racist. Wow. You know, that is where we are. Mm. Even the supposedly moderate president, all sorts of air quotes around that. Nothing like a moderate, as we all know. He he never was. He never Never was was. a moderate. He was just old. People confuse being moderate with being old. If If you are liberal long enough and the whole party moves to communism... Your old liberal ideas look moderate in comparison. That just means you've been around a long time and you move mm-hmm. wherever the party goes, which is what Biden does. He's just old. That's he's not moderate. He's he's old. And that's it. There's a big difference there. You know, th- th- those things that a what now would be, I think, hardcore right wing actions of, of being tough on crime and saying the era of big government is over. That era is uh, of Democrats is long gone. Oh, that yeah, that would never happen now. Never. They've just gone extinct. The moderate Democrat, again, with maybe two or three exceptions, just extinct. There, there aren't any anymore. And if you dare be pro-life in the Democrat Party, there's no place for you. They don't even want to hear from you at all. They want you to shut your mouth and get in the back of the bus because you got no place here. 888-727-BECK. More coming up. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Hey, parents. Here's some good news for America's future. Kids ages 5 to 11 are now eligible for a COVID vaccine. That means all those future CEOs and artists, world-class chefs and sports stars, the engineers and the innovators are eligible for a vaccine that can help protect their future. And it's specifically formulated just for them. Find vaccines near you at vaccines.gov. Paid for by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. The Tunnel to Towers Foundation helps America to never forget 9-11. This year, the foundation is giving 200 mortgage-free homes to Gold Star and fallen first responder families with young children and catastrophically injured veterans and first responders. In a tribute to the fallen, the foundation's chairman and CEO walked from the Pentagon to Shanksville and on to Ground Zero. Never forget, donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. It's Pat and Stu for Glenn, who has a cool website where you can where you can take advantage of the uh, art that he's been working so hard on lately and uh, and buy it. 
Yeah, they have a, you know, because the art that Glenn has done, his actual paintings are really expensive. They're insanely expensive. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, the art galleries make up those prices and some reason people pay them. Uh, but they're actually really, you know, his, he's at, Glenn is much better at painting than he is at radio. So, uh, <laughs> just kidding. Uh, but he has the uh, his uh, poster well, prints. He's top 100 in the art world. Yes. We, we learned that. Oh, well, he's in the Radio ago. Hall of Fame, so he's somewhere probably definitely in the top 100 of that as well, I would think. Yeah, but well, maybe. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. we'll see. Uh. Anyway, uh, if you go, you could check out all of his paintings at glenbeckart.com. glenbeckart.com. And you can get okay. uh, poster prints for Christmas presents or whatever. Uh, they're really great. Not as good as Hunter Biden Arts. Uh, HunterBidenArt.com. I don't think leads anywhere. You can go to HunterBidenLaptopCase.com and get your merch. Uh, that's available there. You can use the promo code Stu20, Pat20, Glenn20, anything, anything20. We'll get you 20% off the merch here for Christmas. Okay, I like that. Also, you can pick up a, or you can at least sign up for your exclusive limited edition box that drops on Black Friday at Kexi.com. Really good cookies. Uh, these are cookies that we've never done before. Uh, they're they're special ones. The best cookies I think we've ever made. I've eaten them. They're very good. Really, really good. <laughs> sign up on the wait list. And we're also giving up. You can also sign up at Kexi.com to win one of the boxes. Oh, nice. Uh, so do that too. Yes, I will say you will enjoy that. Great to yeah, order if you like it. Yeah, Christmas parties coming up and you want to be the star of the Christmas party. Uh, this is a very mm-hmm. good way to go. Uh, I will say you can make an amazing tray out of a box of these. My wife is becoming a star in her own right now because of the cookie thing. Oh, Everybody yeah. like uh, crowds around her now when we go places. Oh, the and far they're... more talented Gray. <gasps> Are you the cookie person? <laughs> yeah, yeah, she's she's the cookie. She's person, a much better yes. Gray. Yeah, she is. Of the Grays, <laughs> she's the better Gray by far. I mean, Pat Gray. Definitely. Definitely. I mean, Pat Gray was cool in like 1987. Right. Maybe a little early before that. A little before that. Yeah, okay, a little cooler than that. Yeah. (laughs) No, like 1983. Oh, okay, 1983. Is what I was thinking. This is the Glenn Beck Program.